Louisville City FC is on the air. And Fontes saves! Danny Fontes dove to his left and stopped it! Right here on ESPN 680 and 105.7. Elijah Winder! He scores! Incredibly! They're going berserk in Lynn Family Stadium! Now, here's Jeff Milby and Casey Whitfield. It is Late Night with Lou City. Welcome, everybody. It is the Louisville City FC season opener. They are in California, Irvine, California, to be exact, this evening. The boys in purple taking on Orange County SC to begin their ninth season of their history in 2023. We are thrilled that you are along with us. I'm Jeff Milby. Casey Whitfield is here. We are back as the broadcast team for you on the radio once again. And Casey, it almost goes without saying, but it is a very, very exciting time of year. It's the season opener. We've got a long way to go for the playoffs or before the playoffs, and it's going to be another great season of Louisville City soccer, I think. It's absolutely going to be a great season for Louisville City. And, I mean, you 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 could just feel it building over the past few days with all the kit reveals, you know, all the, all the hype was getting ready to come out, and now it's finally game day. It's the start of the season, and it's going to be a fun one. This game taking place again in Irvine, California. The venue is called Championship Soccer Stadium. It seats around 5,000 fans. A good number of them, I understand, are making their way to the stadium and making their way to the seats. It should be a pretty good atmosphere for a game featuring two teams that's are looking for different results in 2023. Louisville City looking to win the title after coming up short against San Antonio last November in the USL Championship Final after finishing first place in the Eastern Conference in the regular season. Orange County, on the other hand, they finished in last place in the Western Conference on the heels of winning the full league title back in 2021. So they had a great year in 2021, took a big step back last year, and now will be looking to rebound. But let's talk about Louisville City. That's where our listeners' minds and hearts are right now, and understandably so. A lot of reasons for excitement about this team, Casey Whitfield, because 21 players off of last year's team have returned. So much experience, not just with being a player for Louisville City, but with each other. The chemistry will be high this year. They've all played for Danny Cruz now for a full season last year. A lot of reasons for optimism because of those 21 returnees. I mean, the fact that we're sitting here talking about 21 returning players when some teams are happy with just 10 returning players is unreal. And you look at those 21 players that are returning and the number of them that contributed significant minutes last season that had a huge impact on how the season went last year is also unbelievable. And so it's going to be really cool to see how this team is able to build upon what they already had last year, bring in some new faces to kind of fill some of the missing pieces of players that have either moved on or players that are spaces that we we were lacking a little bit last year. And so to be able to see the start, the core so strong to then build in with the new additions who I'm really excited about as well. It's going to be a really special season to watch and to see how it kicks off tonight, see how we begin to grow. Lucity returns 91% of their starts from last year, over 98% of their goals from a year ago, and nearly 90% of their assists. 
Some big names that left the team. Corbin Bone, who appeared in 29 games last year. He retired. Napo Matsoso, 27 appearances last year. He moved on as a free agent to Oakland, a team uh, on the West Coast in the USL. Those are the two biggest losses. Also lost John Eric Linehouse, Parker Siegfried, and Ian Solaire, all three players that were more or less reserves. But as you pointed out, Casey, there are some very significant additions to this team. Dylan Maris, a 30-year-old USL veteran who scored 10 goals last year for El Paso. He comes in as a midfielder, a player that we will see from the start tonight that Danny Cruz is very excited about, Rasmus Tlufsen, a Danish midfielder who brings a lot of quality on the ball, according to Danny Cruz. He will get a start tonight, and we will get you the entire starting lineups here in just a few minutes before kickoff, which is set for 10 o'clock. Let's talk a little bit about Tlufsen. He comes over from Lingby in Denmark. He helped lead them to a promotion from the second division to the first division. Again, a European player with a lot of quality and they are very excited about him in this midfield. And it's a midfield, again, as we touched on, losing Matt Soso and losing Corbin Bone. They're going to need some rejuvenation, some youth, uh, an injection of energy, and Tlufsen might well bring that. And also Dylan Maris, he's not starting tonight, but those two guys will be big producers and big players that Lou City leans on in the midfield, I would say, this year. Yeah, I mean, losing Corbin Bone, you lose a 10, a player who is very dynamic off the ball, who is good in possession. So you had to make sure that you brought in players that were going to not only bring the same sort of vision on the ball, but then be able to enhance it a little bit more. Uh, I think Danny Cruz is really excited about these players and their ability inside that final third. I think one thing we were lacking last year was strength in the final third, was that final execution. They did really well building up to that part, but it always came down to a missed pass here, a missed touch here, and the two players between those two, they really bring quality in that final third, and that's what they've been missing. So I'm excited to see both of those players take the field, see how they're going to contribute, see their playmaking ability, and how they're going to enhance the players around them. Something Danny Cruz mentioned to us when we spoke to him earlier this week, he wanted more production, just straight Goals and assists from the middle of the field, and those two players, Tlufsen and Maris, figure to be impact players in that part of the field. Again, Tlufsen getting the start tonight. Maris is available off the bench. One other newcomer to this team is starting tonight as well. That is along the back line, Jordan Scarlett, a 27-year-old USL veteran who joins from the Tampa Bay Rowdies, where he spent the last couple of seasons, also had experience with the New York Red Bulls, too, both clubs that Louisville City has been a rival with over the last few years. So he comes over from the opponents. He now becomes a Louisville City uh, player, and he is a very athletic, uh, very strong ball winner. That's how Danny Cruz described him to us. And he comes into a back line that's going through a little bit of an issue right now. We've got an injury um, to Wes Sharpie. He is unavailable tonight. Uh, Josh Winder, the young player who is – certainly reportedly on on his way to Europe. He's being held out of tonight's game. Ian Solaire, a player that we just mentioned, departed. That was only announced a couple of days ago, him leaving the team. So the center back position, they're a little bit shorthanded. So Scarlett, another newcomer into the team, as we mentioned, he's going to have to make a big impact tonight, I think. But what a player to be able to bring in. He has so much experience, and I think one thing that – Lou City has been lacking in the back is that 
big, strong, physical presence. Of the center backs that you named, I think Sean Tosh is really one of the only ones who brings that physical presence. The other players, a little bit more technical, have some more speed and better on the ball. And so to be able to have a solid ball winner who's going to be a physical presence both in the back line and think about set pieces being able to send him forward, I think it's going to be really cool to see how he meshes with the players on the back line, how they're able to move the ball across that back line because that is something that Lucid City did really well last year was being able to possess along the back line. But I'm excited to see how he's going to fit in, to see how a strong presence back there is going to benefit Lou City. So those are a couple players, Tlufson and Scarlett, newcomers to this team that we will be watching tonight from the start. Everybody else in the starting lineup, very familiar if you are a Louisville City fan. We will bring you those starting lineups here in a few minutes. We have time to remind you, though, that if Louisville City wins... You win. Lou City has partnered with Wendy's this season to give you a free small frosty. Win the boys in purple win with no purchase necessary. The offer is valid the day following a win. You can head to any participating Louisville area Wendy's location to redeem your free frosty. Let's take a timeout. We're getting you set for the season opener for Louisville City FC. They are on the West Coast in Irvine, California, taking on Orange County SC. Kickoff set for 10 o'clock. You're listening to Louisville City Soccer on ESPN Louisville. Energy comes in a world of forms. So LG and E and KU are creating Kentucky's sustainable energy future using a mix of sources. The right mix of balanced and flexible, of responsible and affordable. With new thinking and investing in modern natural gas plants, four times more solar than previously planned, and our most customer efficiency programs ever. The right mix, moving us toward a cleaner energy future today. At Kroger, you can find the highest quality products at a great price in every aisle, every day with Kroger brand. So you can stock up on your household favorites that are tried, tested, and loved by you. Because when you get the products you love at great prices, it feels like winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. boy of mine. He sure does take after me. I love football. He loves football. I put ketchup on my eggs. He puts ketchup on his. I didn't wear my seatbelt. Neither did he. So nothing's going to be the same ever again. So please, show your kids what a good driver does. Buckle up and put your phone down. Paid with funds through the Kentucky Office of Highway Safety. You're listening to Louisville City FC pre-match coverage on ESPN Louisville. Now, here's Jeff Milby and Casey Whitfield. It's a good opponent. They brought in some really, really good pieces. You know, obviously you look at uh, Alaski up top, scored a lot of goals last year for them. So dangerous player. 
um, you know, and you're looking at a team that's going to be organized there at home, wanting to come out on the front foot. Uh, but, you know, we, we have had a really, really good week of training. I'm feeling really good about the group uh, and where we're at at the moment and, and looking forward to get out there and, and deal with, the, you know, the, the travel and the, and the time change. At the end of the day, we always say here there's no excuses and there won't be uh, uh, come, come Saturday night. Those are the thoughts of Louisville City head coach Danny Cruz on tonight's season-opening opponent, Orange County SC. The game again taking place in Irvine, California at the Championship Soccer Stadium. It is a relatively nice night out in California, much warmer than it is here in Kentucky. 61 degrees, mostly cloudy. There is about a 20% chance of rain tonight. We will see if that plays a factor. Again, getting you set for the game. Set to kick off at around a few minutes past 10 o'clock. Gives us the opportunity with a few minutes to go to hand it to Casey Whitfield for her keys to tonight's game. So tonight, just plain and simple, I think Lou City needs to score first. I think by scoring first, it's going to relieve many of the nerves that come with that first match of the season and also playing away. This is going to allow us to be able to take a deep breath and really begin to settle into the match, which hopefully then will also open the floodgates because I want to see some goals tonight. Next, we have to have a short memory. Also, with this being the first game and the first time this team has played together in a competitive match, there will most likely be some mistakes. So we have to make sure that those mistakes are small and that when we do make mistakes, we aren't dwelling on them and allowing them to affect how we're playing. And then finally, just have fun. I mean, it's season opener. It's the start of the 23 season. What could be more exciting than that? So we have to make sure that we're enjoying this moment, keeping our heads in the game, and, I mean, just just having fun on the field. Absolutely. I'm right there with you, Casey. Let's take another break. When we come back, we'll give you the starting lineups as we continue to get set for the season opener for Louisville City FC. They take on Orange County SC. We'll have it all for you here on ESPN Louisville. Jefferson Animal Hospital and Regional Emergency Center has been serving Louisville and Southern Indiana communities open 24 hours, 365 days for emergency and routine examinations. Does your pet currently need vaccines? A middle-of-the-night appointment provides the same high-quality care and affordable cost as a regular mid-afternoon appointment. At Jefferson Animal 24-Hour Hospital, doctors and trained staff are always here to care for your pet. Schedule your pet's next checkup at jeffersonanimalhospital.com. Nansen Craft Florist, family owned and operated in Louisville since 1850. A local one-stop shop for flowers, whether it's for a special occasion or no reason at all. Nansen Craft Florist, 141 Breckenridge Lane. Call 502-897-6551 for nationwide shipping and same-day local delivery for any occasion. Online at nansencraft.com. Remember, you don't need a reason to brighten someone's day with beautiful flowers from Nansen Craft. Proud partner of Louisville City FC. The YMCA wants to get you in shape and feel great in 2023. And right now, they want you to save more money with their biggest savings of the year. From March 1st through the 14th, you pay the day and the rest of the month is free. Plus, no join fees. So March 6th is $6. March 7th is just $7 and so on until March the 14th. The sooner you join, the less you pay. Only at the Y. For more information, visit YMCA Louisville. 
Louisville's professional women's soccer team, Racing Louisville FC, is ready to kick off the 2023 season in March. It's your chance to see the stars of the 2023 FIFA Women's World Cup team in our own backyard. Racing will make a playoff push against stars such as Alex Morgan, Megan Rapino, and more. And season tickets are on sale now. Packages start at just $14 per match for games at the beautiful Lynn Family Stadium. Call 502 Lou City or visit racingloufc.com slash tickets and join us for racing's biggest season yet. We're getting you ready for Louisville City FC right here on ESPN Louisville. Now, here's Jeff Milby and Casey Whitfield. Just a couple of minutes away from kickoff in the season opener in Irvine, California. Let's bring you tonight's starting lineups. We will begin with Louisville City. Again, a lot of familiarity, but two new names to this lineup. We'll start in the back with the goalkeeper, Kyle Morton, the reigning Golden Gloves winner. The back four in front of him. On the left, Amadou Dia. Sean Tosh is the left center back. One of the newcomers, Jordan Scarlett, pairs with Tosh in the middle. And then on the right, it is Manny Perez. In the midfield, Tyler Gibson and Niall McCabe, two returners. McCabe, one of the original Louisville City players dating all the way back to 2015. He returns from injury tonight that kept him out towards the tail end of last season. And they are joined by the second newcomer to the starting lineup, Rasmus Telefson, the 26-year-old Dane, making his first appearance for Louisville City and his first appearance in the United States. And then the front three, three names that Louisville City fans are very familiar with, Enoch Matiti Mushagalusa, off of a career year last year, scoring 10 goals. He's along the left. Same goes for Brian Ownby along the right. He scored 10 goals as well. And then up the middle, another veteran Louisville City player who was an original player back in 2015 as well, just like Niall McCabe. It's Cameron Lancaster coming off of an injury-hampered year, which limited him to just four goals. He gets the start up the middle tonight for head coach Danny Cruz, who begins his third season in charge for Louisville City FC. On the other side... Orange County, they brought back just 13 of their 34 players who appeared for them last season. It's Colin Shuttler in goal for them. Their back line, four in the back, Alex Villanueva, Marcus Nakim, Andrew Fox, and Brent Richards. In the midfield, Kyle Scott, Daniel Peterson, and Kevin Partida, and then the attacking players, Emil Nielsen, Karidi Osundina and Milan Iloski. We mentioned, we heard rather from Danny Cruz. Iloski, 22 goals last year. That was the Golden Boot winner, the leading goal scorer in the league. And he returns this year for Orange County SC. Orange County coached by Richard Chaplow and our referee tonight, highly decorated. Ekaterina Koroleva, a female referee, and Casey, she is FIFA certified. Yeah, really cool that we get to have a FIFA certified referee on this match. I think she's going to bring a lot of quality. She's got a lot of accolades to her name. She is a very highly regarded referee, so it should be a very well um, called game. Just a few moments to go before kickoff. Let's step aside for the final time. When we return, we'll have all of the first half action for you. Again, it's the season opener for Louisville City FC. They take on Orange County on the road. Kickoff is next. From their first steps to their first dance, high chairs to high school. At Norton Children's, we know that when you're a parent, one thing stays the same through every stage. Their health is the most important thing in the world to you which is why it's the only thing we do. 
Caring just for kids. For all the little things, the big things, and everything in between. NortonChildrens.com slash just for kids. For all the care along the way. The brackets are set. And again this year, we want you to join the ESPN Louisville Bracket Challenge. Enter online at ESPNLouisville.com. The deadline is Thursday at noon. Prizes include a Gorilla basketball goal from Steebleton Billiards and Spa, a TV from RGB Home Theaters, Bourbon and Beyond and Louder Than Life Passes, gift cards from Double Dogs, Great Flood Brewing Company, Beer Nose Pizza, a tailgating package from Cox's Spirit Shop, and much more. The ESPN Louisville Bracket Challenge is presented by Kentucky Fish and Wildlife, KellyKentucky.com, Seven County Services, and Cox's and Evergreen Liquors. Located 30 minutes outside of Louisville, Kentucky, nestled in the rolling hills of Oldham County, is a 700-acre thoroughbred nursery, iconic Hermitage Farm. Hermitage has been a working farm for nearly two centuries and is the home of champions. Broodmares, foals, and yearlings graze the land that has long been recognized as some of the most productive in Kentucky. Thoroughbreds like Kentucky Derby winner Dark Star, winners of the Kentucky Oaks, Breeders' Cup, and more than 200 stakes winners, including champions West Coast and Matoli, and current grade one winner Hot Rod Charlie, have called Hermitage home. Hermitage offers full-service boarding, foal, and mare care, sales preparation, layup, and post-operative services. The farm's legacy stands tribute to the land, the horses, and the people who are Hermitage Farm. Whether you're new to the game or looking to enhance your operation, we can help you at Hermitage Farm. Find us at hermitagefarm.com, home of champions. Energy comes in a world of forms. So LG&E and KU are creating Kentucky's sustainable energy future using a mix of sources. The right mix of balanced and flexible, of responsible and affordable. With new thinking and investing in modern natural gas plants, four times more solar than previously planned, and our most customer efficiency programs ever. The right mix, moving us toward a cleaner energy future today. Welcome back. Just moments away from the start of the 2023 season for Louisville City FC. The start of season number nine for Louisville City FC. Last year, 22 wins, 72 points in the standings. Both of those records for the team, for a team that has been as successful as any in the USL Championship while they have been in existence. Honestly, more successful than any team in the USL Championship with two titles under their belt. Two teams are on the field at Championship Soccer Stadium in Irvine, California. Louisville City wearing their new road white uniforms with the diagonal black stripes in front, the purple Louisville City crest over their hearts. They are moving from left to right in the first half, and Orange County wearing black uniforms with orange numerals and trim moving from right to left in the first half. We are underway, just 18 seconds gone by. It is a throw to Orange County from the far side there right. They take it into their defensive half, and they have it along their back line. Andrew Fox, a long ball down the far sideline over the top. It is inaccurate, and it bounces out of play for a Louisville City throw in the Louisville defensive half, which the left back Amadou Dia will take. Sporting a new number, by the way, Dia. He was last year number three. 
opted to switch to number 13 this year, interestingly. It is now on the right side with the right back, Manny Perez, Gibson in the middle, and all the way back to the newcomer, Jordan Scarlett, wearing number 30 for Louisville City. He will actually line up as the left center back. Chantosh will be the right center back. A foul whistled here against Orange County, and that will give a fifth, third free kick to Louisville City, the first of the season. They will take it and keep it on the ground and play it out of the back. And I like that Lou City is already looking to play that possession-style soccer that they did so well last season, looking to move the ball across that back line, get the defense moving before they look to release over top. Louisville City, a ball forward, and it bounces into the hands of Colin Shuttler, the goalkeeper for Orange County. And now the hosts will try and bring it forward. They play it long into the attacking half, but it's quickly won and settled there by Louisville City. And the boys in purple wearing white on the road tonight regain possession. Here's Tlufsen, the Danish midfielder, his first opportunity to be on the ball, a player that brings lots of quality, uh, lots of technical ability as well. Neat stuff from Louisville City. They got it in the attacking end on the right flank with Manny Perez the right back. He tried to play in a cross. It was blocked, and then it was touched Last by him as it goes past the end line. It ends up as a goal kick to Orange County. But some nice interchanges there. Tlufson playing to Ownby, Ownby out wide to Perez. I'll say I really like the combination play between the players, but I think Manny Perez took a touch too long and hesitated on the ball. Danny Cruz is wanting him to send the ball in more, to send crosses in, to get his assist count up this season. So I would like to see him maybe try to send in a one-time cross, challenge the back line a little bit more, and see if you can give your players inside the box a chance to get on the end of it. Two minutes and 25 seconds gone by as Orange County takes the goal kick. Lou City gets the ball again. Again, it's a very uh, short-handed Louisville City right now. Five players are unavailable due to injury. Wes Sharpie, Danny Fontes, the reserve goalkeeper who was leaned on heavily down the playoff run last year. Jorge Gonzalez, the attacking midfielder and forward. Wilson Harris, he was listed as questionable. He is not on the team sheet, did not make the bench today. And then Ray Serrano also listed as out. So Louisville City, uh, the depth was tested last year in the playoffs and towards the end of the season. We saw performances from the likes of Elijah Winder and Carlos Mogel. That depth will be tested again here to start the season. Lucidity in the attack on the right side with Brian Ombi. Cuts it to his left foot, plays the ball to the back post. The header is down, and it's in. An opening goal for Louisville City after just three minutes, and it's Mr. Louisville City himself, the original, Niall McCabe, wearing the captain's armband tonight to score the opening goal of 2023. A great ball in from the right by Brian Ombi off of his left foot, and McCabe, mostly unmarked on the back post, headed it back where it came from and into the back of the net. It's Louisville City 1, Orange County nothing after just three and a half minutes. A perfect start to the season for the boys in purple. And what I love most about this play is when Brian Ombi gets the ball, he cuts it back behind his supporting leg, then gets his head up and sees McCabe wide open on that back post. When he gets his head up, he's able to know what type of service to send in for McCabe to where all McCabe had to do was make contact with the ball and it was going to go in the back of the net. A beautiful cross and an excellent header. McCabe, three goals in 16 games last season before his injury that kept him out through the second half of the year. That goal, our first of the 2023 season, is presented by the Kentucky Lottery, fueling imagination, funding education, Kentucky Lottery. Danny Cruz talked to us earlier this week, Casey. He said he wanted his team to weather the storm, the difficulty of traveling all the way to the West Coast, playing a team at home that's eager to bounce back in front of their home crowd 
Well, the storm has been weathered because they have struck first here very early on in this game. Yeah, they've come out and they've set the tempo. They have not allowed Orange County even a chance to breathe, a chance to get possession because they are all over them and they are doing so well moving the ball back and forth. This is a big field, and so by spreading out, they're able to spread that defense and find the pockets, and Lou City has done that excellently so far in these first five minutes. Yeah, as you mentioned, Casey, Lou City back in possession again. Orange County really has not been able to string two or three passes together at all. 5.08 on the clock. And counting upward, Lou City in front, one to nothing. Here's a ball in behind for Ombidi Chase. He's on it on the end line, deep in the corner on the right side. Cuts it back. Manny Perez, a lifted cross, floated to the back post, punched away by the goalkeeper. It comes to Amadou Dia. He swings and strikes it for goal. And it's cleared away on its way through, out for a Louisville City throw on the far side, the left. This has been a sensational start for Lou City. It really has. I like that cross from Manny Perez, though. He takes that one one time, which is what I wanted him to do the first time. So it's almost as if he heard me saying that. But it's a great cross to the back post. Shuttler does well to come out and punch that one away, but Lou City is just all over them right now. That's something that Danny Cruz is looking for from Manny Perez this year. More production, more assists from the wing. He gets down the flank so well. He's such a good one-on-one defender. But a little more production is the goal for him this year. He had a pretty good ball there, just needed a final touch from a teammate. Possession remains with Louisville City. Six minutes into this game, they've got a throw on the far side there left in their defensive half. They've got it along the back line with Sean Tosh, the right center back who scored nine goals last year, a USL championship record for a player listed as a defender. It's on the far side with Niall McCabe. Down the far sideline into the attacking half, Amadou Dia. He runs forward, has it touched off of his feet, But it goes out of play. It'll be a Louisville City throw on the far side, the left. And this is in the Orange County half. And I love already how Manny Perez and Amadou Dia on the wings are getting forward just like they did last season. They did so well pushing up the field, contributing to the attack, and it makes it so difficult to defend those outside backs when they decide to push forward. And it really just enhances your attacking ability. And I beg your pardon, it was a foul. And it's called against Orange County. So it is a fifth-third free kick to Louisville City from the far side, the left, just a couple of yards infield from the far sideline. It's Niall McCabe. High ball into the box. Shuttler came for it, didn't catch it. Ultimately glances off of his gloves out of play past the end line. It'll be our first Vi-Fi corner kick of the season. It'll be for Louisville City on the near side, their right. Something I would note if I was in the game right now playing is that Shuttler has had a few crosses come in and he has yet to grab the ball. He's been very hesitant to really come out strong. He's looking to punch it away a lot. So if I'm an attacking player, I'm going to run at him, make him even more uneasy, or be looking to find that second ball as he punches it away. Seven minutes, 33 seconds and counting upward. Lucidity in front, one to nothing, courtesy of a Niall McCabe goal, and McCabe will take this corner kick. It'll be an outswinger off of his right foot. He stands over it, hands on his hips, awaiting the referee's whistle to allow him to play it in. Here he comes, puts the ball, a driven ball to the near post, headed up and in the air by an Orange County player out of the box. Manny Perez, a header back to McCabe. McCabe dribbling onto his left foot, cuts it backward to Tosh. Now Perez the near sideline. Lou City trying to maintain possession, and they do. They have to play it all the way back to their defensive half with Tyler Gibson. He plays it back forward down the near sideline. McCabe 
for their forward still to Tlefson. Tlefson in the box at the end line. A battle for possession, and it's out of play. Last touch by Tlefson. It'll be a goal kick here to Orange County. I've liked Tlefson's movement, though. There are times when he's been dropping back into the pocket to try to gather possession to help build the ball forward, but there he sees the opportunity to run in behind and makes a good run. I think it needed a little bit more of an angle. It's a little bit too straight, but so far his movement off the ball has been very good. The defensive work there by Kevin Partita, a midfielder for Orange County to see Tlefson out of play. It'll be a goal kick here to Shuttler, the goalkeeper for Orange County. He sends it high into the air to the center circle where it's headed by Sean Tosh. And an exchange of headers here between the two teams as they battle for possession in the center circle. It'll be settled down and won by Orange County. The right back, Brent Richards, plays it high in the air down the far sideline. Easy work there for Jordan Scarlett of Louisville, one of the newcomers to the team as he Plays it safely out of play past the far sideline. A throw here to the hosts, Orange County, deep in the attacking half for them in Louisville City's defensive final third. And this is the farthest step the field Orange County has been, and it really hasn't been from possession. It's been through hopeful balls playing forward and hoping to run onto it. And so I'd like to see Orange County maybe see if they can settle in a little bit more, try to keep possession and see if they can work the ball to take Lou City's time off the ball a little more. Long throw into the box, shot on goal, and it's saved by Morton, still loose in the box. It's knocked around, headed out of the box, headed back in by an Orange County player, and then finally cleared away by Scarlett up toward midfield. The long throw into the box and a quick snapshot by an Orange County player, but Kyle Morton, the Golden Glove winner last year, uh, a terrific season for him before an injury ended his year for Louisville City. He's back, he's healthy, and he made a big save there, Casey. Kyle Morton always coming up big when Lou City needs him. And as a goalkeeper, it's so important to stay locked in and engaged. Oftentimes when your team is dominating like this, it's easy to lose focus. It's easy to kind of drift a little bit in your thoughts. But Morton always staying locked in and coming up big. Orange County still in possession. They try and work it down the far sideline with Emil Nielsen, who was a teammate of Rasmus Tlefson, the new Louisville City player at Lingby in Denmark over the last couple of years. It's out for a throw to Orange County on the far side there. Right remains in the Louisville City defensive half with ten and a half minutes gone by and a one to nothing Louisville City lead. Niall McCabe scored after three minutes of this game. It'll be Richards to take the throw again. He's lining up for another long throw, it looks like. He had the last throw that resulted in the first shot opportunity for Orange County. Here comes the long throw into the box, down at the near post, and it bounces kindly to a leaping Kyle Morton who makes the catch on his goal line. And Lou City did very well there to stay with their marks and not allow Orange County to have any opportunity to get a touch on the ball. I've been very impressed with Scarlett in these first 11 minutes. He's had some really critical stops, and just his physical presence with pressing on the back of offensive players for Orange County has really made a difference. Ball through to Brian Ombi. Flag goes up, however. It's an offside against Louisville City and against Brian Ombi. And it's fortunate for Orange County that he was in an offside position because had he been on, Ownby was in with a great opportunity to create a chance there. So the offside flag against Louisville City, a free kick here to Orange County. Back to Scarlett. Uh, you were just highlighting him. Danny Cruz said that in the USL Championship final last year against San Antonio, his team didn't have enough bite on the back line. And that was a big reason why they brought Scarlett in. And he's showing some of that bite so far today, I would say. I definitely agree with that. He has had a few plays where he's had to come up and win the ball in the air. He's challenged players in behind and had a beautiful slide tackle not too long ago. Orange County in possession with their new captain, Daniel Peterson, the midfielder, wearing number 12 for them. He plays it back to the back line. They switch fields to the far side. This is Kevin Partita. He plays it forward to Caridio Sandina. 
And then now back to Partida as he is defended there by, it looks like, Enoch Mentiti Mushagalusa for Louisville City. Now Peterson, just right of the center circle in the Orange County defensive half. Lou City coming forward. Cameron Lancaster giving chase, applying pressure. And Orange County goes all the way back to the goalkeeper, Shuttler, in his defensive penalty area. 12 minutes, 23 seconds gone by. Lou City in front, one to nothing in this season opener. Shuttler, a long ball to the top of the formation, headed down by Scarlett. Picked up in the midfield by Kyle Scott for Orange County. Now a ball in the box towards Iloski. Headed away by Sean Tosh and then cleared away by a Louisville City defender. It's on the far sideline. Mushagalusa brings it under his spell. He dribbles forward into the attacking half. Only one player for company. It's Lancaster in the middle. It's two on four right now for Lou City. Still with Mushagalusa. Top of the box. Middle of the field. Brian Ombi on his left foot. Tries the shot. Oh, and it's off the post. Just Barely missed by Brian Ombi. Nearly was 2 to nothing. It's a goal kick to Orange County. What a terrific chance. Well, I'll say really good decision-making on the ball from Mushigalusa. He does well to bring the ball down the sideline, recognizes that there are quite a few players in the box, so by sending it into the box, it's not going to benefit. So he holds it up ever so slightly to wait for Ombi. That trailing run plays it into Ombi, and Ombi takes a touch, gets his head up, recognizes that he needs to bend it around Shuttler, and I think if he was just a yard farther out, that'd be in the back of the net because it was beautiful and how about the left foot for brian Ombi very today? very nice very nice the cross with the left led to and the goal that and shot. that shot with the left i mean maybe he's a lefty i don't know <laughs> he's certainly new season new brian yeah maybe he worked on it in the offseason it's out for a louisville city throw all the way back in their defensive half now 1340 on the clock and counting up or it'll be manny perez the right back to take the throw Sends it down the near sideline toward Cameron Lancaster, headed away by Villanueva of Orange County. Back out for another loose city throw in about the same spot, maybe 10 yards further upfield. It'll be Perez to take it once again. Again, Lou City in the all-white new uniforms, head-to-toe, white shirts, shorts, and socks today. Great touch there from Perez as he got the ball back after throwing it in to just dribble around an Orange County defender. He switches fields to the far side to Amadou Diaz. Lou City gets out of a little pressure here. Scarlett, now Niall McCabe dropping deep in the midfield. They're still in the Lou City half. To the right center back, Sean Tosh. Not under any pressure. He plays it to the left center back, Jordan Scarlett, on the far sideline. He takes a couple of touches towards midfield. Now crosses midfield into the attacking half. It's D on the far sideline. Forward to Lancaster. Actually, I beg your pardon, that is Tyler Gibson, who showed up almost like a left winger there, and Gibson was hustled off the ball. Orange County takes over. One thing I've really liked that Lou City has done is changing the speed in which they attack. There are times when Lou City is going Full blast. They're running at them very quickly. And then there are other times where they've tried to slow the game down and possess a little bit. That's a sign of a good team. But now what Lucidi needs to do is to sharpen that up a little bit more. There's a few times where they've been a little bit too laxed on the ball when they needed to go a little bit harder. And times when they're going a little bit too hard when maybe they need to slow down a little. First quarter of an hour of this game has gone. Loose City in the lead one to nothing. They scored after three minutes. They win the ball here after a loose pass from Orange County with Manny Perez, who takes it up for Louisville City. They're in the center circle. Gibson back to Tosh in the Louisville defensive half. And Loose City Casey has really dominated possession to this point in the game. They've had 60% of the ball through 15 and a half minutes. Well, and not only have they had 60% of the ball, but it's been good possession. I feel like that 40% that Orange County has had, it hasn't really been productive possession for them. It's maybe been on that back line where they're moving the ball a little bit and trying to send it forward. They haven't been able to build anything through the middle of the field. Again, Orange County is the ball played over the top by Louisville City. It'll fall to Colin Shuttler, the goalkeeper for Orange County, as they try and build out of the back. Orange County won the 2021 USL Championship. A little bit of an upset on the road over the Tampa Bay Rowdies, who had just defeated Louisville City in the Eastern Conference Final. As a long ball played by Orange County, I believe, resulted in an offside flag here. 
So it'll be a fifth-third free kick to Louisville City in their defensive half. Uh, last year, though, a huge step back for the defending champions. They won just seven games after winning 15 in 2021. They finished last year with a record of 7, 14, and 13. That's 14 losses and 13 ties. They scored 49 times but conceded 59 and ultimately missed the playoffs. In fact, it is a foul on Louisville City, so no offside. I was mistaken a moment ago. It's a foul on Louisville City, and it's a free kick to Orange County deep in their defensive half. They take it and try and walk it up the field. A long ball is blocked by Cameron Lancaster. It goes out for a throw on the near side. The Orange County left in their defensive half. But this is a team that's looking to establish a new identity. They lost 21 players off of last year's team. We mentioned that Louisville City brought back 21 players. Orange County in a very opposite uh, position than Louisville City, and so they are trying to establish their identity here, Casey. Yeah, I mean, they went on the highest of high of winning it to the lowest of low to being in last place, and I think this season really what they need to do is to figure out who they are as a team and to begin to build back and build into this league because – This is one of the toughest leagues. There are so many teams, there are so many games, and there's so much talent. So they need to just focus on a rebuilding year, establish who they are as a team and how they want to play. Loose City, a long ball over the top, and it's going to be a corner. Well done there by Brian Ombi. He was in behind. As the ball went out of play, he immediately pointed as though it had taken a touch from a defender for Orange County, and in fact it did. So we have another Vi-Fi corner kick for Louisville City. It'll come from the near side, their right, with 17-42 and counting upward and a one to nothing lead for Louisville City in this first half in the season opener at Orange County. It'll be Niall McCabe once again, an outswinger off of his right foot. He stands over the ball, raises his arm in the air, and drives it to the near post. It's headed away by the first defender for Orange County toward the middle of the field. Manny Perez retrieves it for Louisville City. Cuts it back to his right foot, dribbling toward the near sideline. Plays it there to McCabe. Back to Perez, who drives to the end line. Tried to cut it back inside. Cleared off of his feet, past the end line. Another Vi-Fi corner coming up for Lou City. The past two corner kicks, they've looked to maybe play that driven ball to the near post. And while that works at times... I think you need to send the ball into the box. Again, Shuttler has been very iffy with coming out with his hands to grab the ball. You've got some really big targets in there and players who are very good in the air. So I think you have to send the ball into the box and give your players a chance. Another corner kick, another outswinger off of McCabe. This time it's eye in the air to the back post, down in the box. A long shot from Manny Perez on the half volley is blocked on its way through. Cleared out to Amadou Dia. He plays it into the box. Maybe shouts for a handball. Players raising their hands. No foul called. It's loose. Tlufson picks it up. Drives toward goal. Now a collision and a foul against Louisville City. Cameron Lancaster running into Kyle Scott of Orange County. And we have our first booking of the game, perhaps for the... Uh, argument after the foul. Lancaster looked like he spiked the ball into the turf, so he has shown a world of beer yellow card, our first of the season, and it'll be a free kick here to Orange County. But the arguments, Casey, were for handball against Orange County, and I think they might have a case. Yeah, it was really difficult to see, and I'm not sure if the referee had the best angle on this one, but it looked like when the ball was sent back into the box, the Orange County player had their arms above their head. What happened was a defender headed the ball and then it hit those players' arms. But that player's arm was in an unnatural position, so therefore it should have been a handball. Was it an accident? Absolutely. Did he try to make a play on the ball? 
No, but his hand was in an unnatural position, and so I think you do have an argument for a handball there. And then you agree the yellow card looked like it was for the the sort of frustration that was exhibited by Lancaster, right? It was either the frustration or that was his second foul, and she had just talked to him previously about it. And so I think the combination between the two really set off that it needs to be a yellow card. 20 minutes gone by, Lucidy in front, one to nothing, and confirmation uh, that we see here the yellow card was against Cameron Lancaster of Lou City, the first booking of the game and therefore of the season in this season opener. It's out for a Louisville City throw on the far side there left in their defensive half. With Amadou Dia, the left back will take it. He's got the ball high over his head, sends it down the far sideline toward midfield. An overhead pass and a good one. It's going to find, I believe that's Mushagalusa. it is, and Lou City's in the attack now. Really well done by whoever that was. I think it might have been Tlufson. He just collected the ball and played a little overhead kick to... Spring Mushagalusa down the far sideline. Lucidi retains possession. It's Sean Tosh in the attacking half, driving forward, now turns backward, plays it into the defensive half to Jordan Scarlett, just on the edge of the center circle. Now to the far side with Dia. Dia, a ball forward through the middle, looking for Lancaster, but it's Errant. Loose ball picked up by Mushagalusa. Now McCabe chasing it on the far sideline. It's going to be a Louisville City throw. In the attacking final third for them is Richards, the right back for Orange County, played it out. The throw on the far side, the left for Louisville City. And the pace of this game has slowed down significantly from those first 10 minutes of the match. The game has definitely slowed down. I think City needs to figure out, though, when to push the pace a little bit and when to kind of pull back a little bit. I think they're still just a little off in that timing. And that takes time to be able to develop. And it takes playing with your teammates on the field, getting used to that game feel again. Dia to take this throw, maybe a chance for a long throw. He does send it into the box, headed away by an Orange County defender. It's still loose in the area, a couple of headers from either team. Now it finally comes out. That's to Nielsen, one of the forwards. He tries to clear it, and now Eloski will actually settle it down. The leading goal scorer in the league last year tied with uh, Philip Goodrum of Memphis for that category. It's all the way back to the goalkeeper here, Shuttler, under pressure as Lucidi High presses, and Shuttler just forced to clear it away. Sends it upfield and out of bounds at the throw to Lucidi. That is the high press on display, Casey. Yeah, and that high pressure has caused a lot of different, a lot of difficulties for Orange County. Oloski's having to come all the way back inside his defensive third to try to get the ball. As your leading goal scorer, you really don't want them to have to be doing that much work back defensively. They want to try to push him higher up the field but because of all the issues they're having defensively with even building out of the back, he's having to drop back in to try to get the ball to help push the ball up the field. 22 minutes, 30 seconds gone by. Lucidi in front, one to nothing. We've talked about the differences between these two teams, and I think that's been on display so far. We have one team in Louisville City that knows what they're doing. They know what they're trying to do. They know the ethos of the team. They know the style of the team. They know each other. And then conversely, on the other side for Orange County with a bunch of new pieces, a team that still really trying to find itself. I think that's exactly how this game has played out 23 minutes in, Casey. I would completely agree with that. You have a team that's very confident in possession, working the ball nicely, and then a team that's still struggling to build through the middle to know where the players are going to be, to know how that player likes to play and can service the ball. You have had one pretty good chance for Orange County off of a long throw in the early going that resulted in a save for Kyle Morton. But other than that, it has been all Lou City. A long ball from Lou City here off the foot of Brian Ombi goes to the chest of the goalkeeper, uh, Shuttler for Orange County, and he'll roll it forward to one of his center backs. That's Andrew Fox. Fox across to Marcus Nakim. Actually, this is Fox on the left side. I beg your pardon. Fox back to Shuttler. And now Nakim on the right center back for Orange County to the far sideline with Brent Richards, the right back. He plays it forward. 
a loose touch there from Orange County. Nearly gave it to Loose City, but they retained possession. They went it back. Here's a long ball for Orange County down the far sideline. Osendina can chase. Osendina on the ball. Uh, beg your pardon, Osendina goes down as the ball bounces into the arms of Kyle Morton to end that threat as he rolls it forward to Manny Perez. Really good defensively, though, from Scarlett there. The ball was bouncing, and he got a touch on the ball. If he does not get that touch, I think Oshandina is going to be able to get in behind just purely on his speed. But Scarlett was able to extend a leg out, get a touch on the ball, and allow for an easy gather by Kyle Morton. 24 minutes, 20 seconds gone by. Lucidity in possession after Morton collected. It's in the middle here with Niall McCabe. Swings it to Sean Tosh, just on the right side of the center circle. To the near sideline, Brian Ombi, first-time ball to Manny Perez. Top of the box, cuts it to Lancaster. A heavy touch from Lancaster. He goes down, no foul called. Ball rolls into the arms of Shuttler, the Orange County goalkeeper. The chance was there, just a heavy touch there from Cameron Lancaster. Otherwise, he would have been able to have a shot. Really good combination play, though, on the right from Brian Ombi and Manny Perez. There, though, I would have liked to maybe see Manny Perez take a touch or two towards goal by Taking those two touches, he's going to pull the goalkeeper, pull the defenders, and that's going to open up a little bit more room for Lancaster to run into and maybe a little bit easier of a tapping goal for Lancaster. Yeah, he certainly had the space there, Manny Perez, yes, to do just that. Yes, he had tons of space. But took it first time, played it into Lancaster, and it ultimately didn't work out. Orange County trying to come forward. They've got it on the right side. Good combination play from there from Ocean Dina. And it looked like Partita that combined, but then Partita goes down, no foul called, and it's a turnover. Lucidi takes over. Tlufson in the center circle, plays it to the right side to Manny Perez. And again, you pointed this out early, but after that last chance that Lucidi created, the relationship between Ombi and Perez on the right side, they've not missed a beat after last season. They displayed that all year last year, and it's on display again today. And it's so nice to be able to have those types of strong relationships because you understand how that person's going to play, the moves they're going to make, the runs off the ball they're going to make. And so you're able to just let your instincts go when you're playing and be able to make those quick one-two passes to beat the defenders. 19 minutes to go in the first half, plus stoppage time, of course. Lucidi in front, one to nothing. Niall McCabe scoring the opening goal of the season on a delivery from Brian Ownby. Just over three minutes into the game, a bright, bright start for Lucidi. And they've been dominant so far since then, but uh, nothing to show for it on the scoreboard since that opening goal. It's out for an Orange County throw on the near side there left with their left back Villanueva. Near midfield, about 10 yards shy in the Orange County half. Villanueva will take this throw. Standing on the sideline with his toes on the white, he'll play it in to a teammate in the middle. Back to Villanueva on the near sideline, defended by Brian Ownby. Partita played it back to him, and it's out for another Orange County throw at midfield. And I think if you're Orange County, you are looking to slow the game down some. You are looking to kind of take a breath and get your shape established. See if you can begin to connect a few passes, begin to possess. And I really think they have to find their midfield players because right now they're having to build around the outside. But really that's due to credit of Loose City's defense. They're clogging the middle of the field and forcing Orange County to go out wide. Orange County in possession, a ball Looking for Villanueva, who had made a long run forward, is intercepted by Manny Perez over there. And Manny Perez, once again, with some nice footwork, wins a throw. He's shown off a couple of dribbling skills today. He's had an impressive start, despite not contributing to the opening goal necessarily. Manny Perez, the throw on the near sideline, and the Louisville City defensive final third plays it down the sideline to Ownby. Ownby flicks on a header toward Lancaster, who tries to hold it up, but he can't keep play. He'll keep with the hustle, though, and come in, have a touch on the ball, and he's fouled. Uh, 
Cameron Lancaster, the foul against Marcus Nakim of Orange County. It'll be a fifth-third free kick to Lou City, about five yards into the attacking half on the inside right. And one thing Cameron Lancaster does so well is drawing the contact of those fouls. He puts himself in positions to be able to win possession of the ball, but then draw the proper contact so he can get that foul and get a good opportunity for his team to be able to settle in, get possession, and start with a nice free kick. City keeping possession from that free kick. It's with Lancaster on just the right side of the center circle as he holds it up. Pops the ball high into the air to the far sideline to Amadou Dia. First time touchdown to Daniel McCabe in the middle of the field. Good looking attack here for Luce City. They switch the point of the attack now to the near sideline with Manny Perez. About five yards infield from the near sideline. Halfway into the attacking half. Plays it backward to Sean Tosh at the midfield stripe. 28 minutes, 20 seconds gone by. Luce City in front one to nothing looking to add to that lead. It's McCabe, the goal scorer, dropping deep. Gives it up to Tosh, the right center back. He touches it forward, no pressure. A long diagonal from him from right to left to Amadou Dia. Brings it down just outside of the box. Cuts it backward. Gives it up to Mushigalusa on his right foot. Ball into the box to the back post. Ownby tried to head it on toward goal, and it's off target. It's out of play. It's a goal kick. Another great opportunity there, but Ownby just could not direct his header on target. Yeah, and Brian Omi's going to want that one back. It was a nice ball played in, and Omi just not able to make the proper contact. It's almost as if he took his eyes off the ball ever so slightly, so he wasn't able to get the proper contact on there. But really good buildup. I love how they're changing the point of attack. They're so willing to move the ball from side to side, and what that does is it creates pockets in that defense that allows Lucity to exploit those to get in behind and get in that final third. Yeah, again, that was something that Danny pointed out to us in our conversation with him earlier this week. He listed a number of guys where he said, what I want for him to do is to change the point of attack more often and more quickly, and that's been on display here. 29 and a half minutes gone in this game. It's been all loose city. They're up a goal to nothing over Orange County in this season opener. The goal scored by Niall McCabe on an assist by Brian Ownby. And by the way, that was the 33rd assist of Brian Ownby's Louisville City career, which pushes him past his teammate Oscar Jimenez for the all-time lead in assists in Louisville City's history. So congratulations to Ownby for that accolade on, and well-deserved on a really well-played assist with his left foot. Lucidity in possession. It's McCabe in the defensive half just near the center circle. Drops it off to Scarlett, the left center back. Back to McCabe, who's dropped deep along the back line, the midfielder who scored the goal. Dribbles it forward, and then a long ball from the middle of the field down the left side. It's hooked away by Richards, the defender for Orange County. And the hosts wearing black tonight take over. Peterson, the captain midfielder, now to the far sideline with Oshindina, who's drifting back. Oshindina trying, trying to play it backward to Richards. It took a deflection off of a Louisville City foot, and it's out for an Orange County throw on the far side there right in their defensive half. And you can sense that Orange County is beginning to get a little bit frustrated because they haven't been able to really see as much of the ball as they would like or create those opportunities that they would like to because of the press of Lou City. They ha- Orange County has to figure out a way to exploit the middle of the field a little bit more to have Lou City collapse in on themselves so then they can go back out. But Orange County frustrated just trying to get to halftime. Lou City has to continue to keep this energy up for these next 15 minutes. 56% possession for Lou City with 31 minutes showing on the clock. They've generated five shots out of that possession. One of them, the goal, was on target. On the other side, Orange County just one shot for them. Again, that came from that long throw inside the opening 10 minutes, and Kyle Morton made a save. A battle for possession. Jordan Scarlett called for a foul 
Louisville City's Jordan Scarlett, that is, one of the new additions to the team. And this will be a free kick for Orange County in a relatively promising position. It's in the attacking half for them, Lou City's defensive half. On the inside right from Orange County's perspective, maybe 40, 45 yards from goal. But an opportunity here, Casey, for Orange County to put a ball in the box. A really good opportunity for them to whip a ball in and see if they can get a look on target they have to make sure, though, that the service is good. And it's also a good test for Lou City, though, to see how their defensive shape is and how they are with marking in the box. We're going to have a brief pause in play as Brian Ownby has gone down with a little bit of an injury. Looked like they're looking at his right foot as he lays down on his backside uh, just on the edge of the penalty area. So a little bit of concern there for Louisville City, and the training staff will come on to tend to him, the training staff, Stuart Wright, that is, the head trainer for Louisville City, comes on to check out Brian Ombi. So we have a brief pause in play, and certainly I would imagine is welcomed by some of these players in the season opener. Lou City had a grueling preseason. They traveled all over the country. They played at Nashville, played in Arizona, played in Texas, took a trip out to Seattle to play the Seattle Sounders, faced a number of major league soccer teams, Austin FC, Nashville SC, Sporting Kansas City and the Sounders, as I mentioned. Also played some USL teams as the rain is coming down in Irvine, California, by the way. There was always a chance of that and appears to be coming down pretty heavily right now. Ownby up to his feet. He'll jog off the field, and we will ultimately have this free kick here in a moment from Orange County. Well, you talked about Lou City already having to use that depth, and not only that, but it's a huge physical test on these players right off the bat. You can be in shape and not be in game shape. It's two different things. Being in game shape takes a whole different toll of energy, and yes, you can practice it as much as you want in training. You can try to simulate it in you know preseason games, but it's completely different when you're out there on the field in a competitive match, and so it's really going to be put to the test today. Rain really coming down now. It is heavily pouring in Irvine with 33 and a half minutes gone after about a minute and a half break. We do have the free kick. It's high into the box. An open player at the near post sends it toward goal. It's saved by Morton, cleared away temporarily. It will remain with Orange County. They can continue this attack. The shot came in there from Andrew Fox, who was completely wide open on the back post, and Morton had to make another key save. Here's another ball into the box from Orange County. Just in front of the run of Nielsen, it bounces into the arms of Kyle Morton. He's been called into action twice now Casey and he's done the job twice he's done very well but how Fox was that wide open on the back post is very shocking and something Lucidity is not going to be happy about it looks like they almost set a pick on Sean Tosh to open him up but I think Fox has to do better on that he has time he has space he has to do better of either getting power on it or placing it around Kyle Morton Morton does very well though to slide across his goal phase and cover that near post quickly Blue City temporarily, play, temporarily playing down a man as Ownby still remains on the far sideline receiving treatment. And no substitution has been made yet. So for the moment, Lou City down a man with just over 10 minutes to play plus stoppage time in the first half. They remain up a goal, but we've had two clear-cut chances for Orange County to tie the game. A long ball from Louisville City over the top. No one on the end of it. And in fact, the offside flag went up against, I would have to imagine, Cameron Lancaster in the middle of the field on that. Or did it go out of play? No, the ball just went out of play on that long ball. So it's a throw to Orange County on the near sideline in their defensive half. Momentum has swung here in the last minute, a uh, couple of minutes here, Casey, to Orange County as they try and build out of the back. 
They're definitely looking to pick up steam. They've grown into this match, which is what we kind of expected with a team who's trying to find their identity that has players that are playing together for maybe the first time in a competitive match. It's going to take time for them to ease into the game, and they're starting to be able to do that. If you're Loose City, you have to ride this wave, weather this storm like you talked about at the beginning, what Danny Cruz wants them to do, because it is going to shift. The energy is going to shift their way. They just have to be patient and have to be solid when things aren't going their way. And they've got to ride the wave right now down a player as Ombi remains on the sideline receiving treatment and we've not been alerted to any substitution that they've made just yet. It's out for a Louisville City throw on the near sideline there right and Manny Perez perhaps trying to buy some time for Ombi will take his time in getting the ball back in play. We enter the 37th minute of this first half. It's Niall McCabe's goal that makes the difference and perhaps he was buying some time because Ombi has now re-entered the field and is back on the field and appears to be no worse for wear after getting that treatment. So we're back to 11 on 11. It's to the far side now with Amadou Dia battling with an Orange County player and a foul as Dia is sent flying into the advertising boards on the far side and we have our second booking of the day. It is a World of Beer yellow card shown to Brent Richards, the right back for Orange County. So we've had a yellow card to Cameron Lancaster of Louisville and now a yellow card to Brent Richards. It comes with 36 minutes and 30 seconds on the clock and counting upward in this first half. On well, Amadou Dia does very well to establish his space here. He shields off the ball, and the reason it's a yellow card is because Richards took his arm and fully extended it into the back of Amadou Dia. That's automatically going to be a yellow card there. I think Amadou Dia does very, very well, though, in that situation to shield the ball out of bounds. Eight minutes to go before halftime plus stoppage time. You get the feeling, Casey, that Lou City would be happy to go into the halftime break with this one to nothing advantage. Not that they're not going to go forward, but momentum has swung to Orange County. It looks like they're just going to try and manage these last eight minutes, Lou City, in my opinion. I definitely think they're going to be happy with that 1-0, but there are a few opportunities maybe where they should have capitalized on their opportunities that I think Danny Cruz is going to talk to them in halftime, still just a little sharper in that final third. But overall, being your first half of the season to go in with the lead, you have to be happy with that, especially when the final few minutes of that half really didn't go your way and you were having to defend quite a bit. Orange County in possession. It's with Richards, the player who just got the yellow card into the middle of the field, Partida on the midfield line, all the way back to... Uh, the center back, that is Nakim. Nakim, the right center back, swings it to the left center back, Fox. Fox looking for forward up the middle uh, to a teammate. That is Eloski trying to drop back for it, and Eloski fouled. He's pushed down from behind by Sean Tosh, and that'll be a free kick here to Orange County as we enter the 39th minute. It'll come about 10 yards shy of midfield in the Orange County half. Sean Tosh is a little bit too aggressive there. I don't think there's a need to come in that strong to put the hand on the back because they're already going backwards. So just allow them to play backwards and trust that your teammates are going to be there to support you defensively. Four fouls called each way in this first half with 38 minutes and 24 seconds on the clock. A long diagonal from Orange County to the near sideline looking for Kyle Scott, but the ball over his head. He couldn't reach up and get uh, to the ball with his head to try and keep it in play. And it's out for a loose city throw on the near side. They're right in their defensive half, and it'll be Manny Perez to take it once again. In orange, they've had quite a few of those types of plays where they have just played it over top. Orange County just not able to be sharp enough on those big balls over top, on those balls in the air. They're just overhitting it ever so slightly, so it's going out of bounds. 39 minutes gone by. Orange County wins the ball after the throw from Louisville City. Richards up the middle. 
It's Scott with it now. Scott down the far sideline. Maybe a chance here for Orange County. They've got some numbers. It's on the right side of the box. Ball on the ground into the box. A chance, a shot, and a goal. Orange County has tied it. 39 minutes, 15 seconds gone by, and it is 1-1. It looks like it's Partita who had the finish. It was well worked down the right side for Orange County. A little combination play to get through some pressure for Louisville City, and then they had numbers in the box, a ball on the ground from the right side, and Partita had space at the near post and rifled it past Kyle Morton on the ground. Orange County strikes back at home, and they even the score at one apiece against Louisville City in the season opener. And we talked about how they've been growing in that game. They've been getting to find those passes, find that possession. Really good combination play there down the right side, and an excellent, excellent finish from Partita there to put it past Kyle Morton. Morton didn't stand a chance on that one, but a very, very nice finish. Lucidity just kind of checked out a little bit there on that left side defensively. Not strong, not cutting off the passes. Danny Cruz is not going to be happy about that one. The assist might have gone to Brent Richards there. It was a well-played ball on the ground to Partita, and he smashed it into the uh, inside the, the far post from his perspective past Kyle Morton to tie the game at one apiece. So Lou City's early momentum has fully gone away now, and so has their lead. As a foul called here after a collision, looks like we're going to have another booking. We, we do. The foul called against uh, Orange County, and that's against Milan Iloski, their star player who scored 22 times last year, and he's booked. It's a World of Beer yellow card. Louisville City arguing that it maybe should be a red card because it was an elbow into the chest and maybe the chin of Sean Tosh, who went to the ground. So Tosh bore the brunt of that foul, and it is a yellow card against Iloski. It'll be a fifth-third free kick here to Lou City. Yeah, Lasky just coming in completely reckless in that situation. Tosh coming in strong with the header. He is being vulnerable, coming up there with the head, and Lasky just runs straight through him. It's a shoulder to the face. Very scary looking from a viewing perspective. Hopefully, Sean Tosh is okay. It would be a little bit shaky having to go with two brand-new center backs there on that back line, Tosh kind of being a leader of that back line. But hopefully, it's just a little knock, and he'll be able to continue on. But you cannot risk it with head injuries. you got to make sure that you're following the proper protocol. Yeah, Tosh down on the ground as Stuart Wright, the trainer, comes back on for Louisville City. Tosh getting treatment. Looks like he had... A napkin to his nose, so maybe just a little hit to the nose as they try and recover. Um, it'll be a fifth-third free kick when Louisville City does recover. Again, center back, uh, a bit of an issue right now for Louisville City because of a few situations, an injury to West Sharpie, Josh Winder being held out of this game uh, for precautionary reasons. And so Louisville City is down with just one center back, and it is the rookie, Ramsey Kowazmi, the rookie out of Providence College is the only option off the bench at center back for Lou City. They do have Oscar Jimenez, a defender available off the bench, but everybody else is a midfielder aside from Oliver Zimla, the backup goalkeeper tonight. So Tosh's health of major concern right now. He does appear to be okay, and in fact, he'll be the one to take this fifth-third free kick as he sends it on the ground over to his teammate, center back mate Jordan Scarlett, with just under three minutes to go, plus stoppage time in this first half. Scarlett sends it long to Musha Galusa on the far sideline. The left is knocked out of play by Orange County. It's a throw to Lou City in the attacking half for them. 
And I think if you're Lou City, you have to try to find some positives before halftime. You have to get a little bit more possession. See if you can create at least one, maybe two more chances, solid chances, before going into halftime. Back out for a second successive throw. Amadou Dia will take it once again with two minutes to go, plus stoppage time in this 1-1 game. It's into McCabe. Back to Dia, back to McCabe. Now further backward to Scarlett in the middle of the field to Tlufson. A first-time ball to McCabe. And McCabe, a ball forward in the air down the far sideline toward Mushagalusa. Headed down, picked up by Lancaster. Actually, that's Tyler Gibson. Gibson to Amadou Dia on the far sideline. A driven ball deflected toward goal, and it's behind. It is a Vi-Fi corner kick. Upcoming for Lou City, this time from the far side, their left. A good driven ball in there. Those are some of my favorite types of crosses, those low-driven balls between the back line and the goalkeeper because all it takes is a defender trying to make a nice clearance and they mishit it, deflects off somebody, and the ball could end up in the back of the net. But it sets up a great opportunity for a good set piece. We haven't had a corner kick from this side, and I think this side having that right-footed service from Niall McCabe is really going to be beneficial. Yeah, the in-swinger off of the right foot of McCabe, the Vi-Fi corner kick with one minute to go plus stoppage time. High into the air to the back post. Ownby the header back into the mixer. It's knocked down. Down. It'll come out to Manny Perez on his left foot. Drops it off to Dia. Dia ball to the back post toward Ownby where he was, but Ownby was checking backward. Couldn't catch up to the ball, and it's out of play. It'll be a goal kick here to Orange County. Ownby has been the target for a lot of these balls. Uh, he did well there to play it back into the crowd, but Lucidy just couldn't generate a shot out of it. Now, and I think maybe the ball was a little bit too high for Ownby. I think if it was a little bit lower, he'd be able to get a little bit more power on that service back across the goal face. But it is interesting that Ownby is the target in there, especially when you have players like Jordan Scarlett, like Sean Tosh, that are such big aerial presence. Even Cameron Lancaster is very good in the air. So I'm surprised that they're picking up Brian Ownby on that back post instead of maybe trying to give those players a chance to get on the end of it. Might be a situation where they're keying on those players and so Ownby exactly. finds himself open or maybe a decoy kind of situation. We've got a foul here in midfield, just at the midfield line. It's against Louisville City, so a free kick coming up here for Orange County. And we have moved into stoppage time. Stoppage time is presented by the Louisville Muhammad Ali International Airport. The referee has added a minimum of four minutes to this first half. Again, four minutes remaining in the first half in stoppage time in this 1-1 game between Louisville City and Orange County as we near 11 o'clock in Louisville, Kentucky. And you're listening to it here on ESPN Louisville. And I think these final four minutes are really going to be a true test. This is when your legs are tired. This is when you can begin to check out a little bit because it's been a, a really fast, fun first half. But you have to make sure that you're staying locked in and focused during this time. It's going to be Peterson to take it. He sends it high into the air, into the box, and it's caught by Kyle Morton just on the edge of the six-yard six box. He rolls it forward quickly, quickly to Brian Ombi, who's got speed. He dribbles toward midfield. It's out of play. Last touched by Kyle Scott of Orange County. It's a throw to Lou City, just at the midfield stripe. Perez will take it. Looks like Lou City trying to generate an attack here late on in this first half as they're moving with a little purpose right now. It's Jordan Scarlett. Uh, to the far sideline, Amadou Dia in midfield. He plays it long in the air down the far sideline. Mushagalusa chasing it. Can he catch up to it? It bounces off the corner flag and stays in play. It'll stay with Mushagalusa, and in fact, they say now that it went out of bounds. It'll be a throw here to Orange County on the far side. They're right, or was an offside flag up? I believe it was. An offside flag called 
against Mushagalusa of Louisville City. So it'll be a free kick here to Orange County deep in their defensive half just outside of their penalty area. Little unfortunate that it was offsides because the way that it bounced nicely off that corner flag and fell to Mushagalusa, it would have set up for a really good service into the box there late because all the Orange County players had expected to go out of bounds, but maybe they just slowed down because it was offsides. Played two minutes of the minimum of four in stoppage time in this first half. The goal, or the free kick rather, is sent long by Shuttler into the Louisville City defensive half. Battle for possession. McCabe comes out of the crowd with it. Drops it off to Scarlett. Picks up his head. Long ball toward Ombi, who is making a run down the middle. And I believe we have another whistle, and we do. And a foul against Orange County. And another booking. This time, it's shown to Kevin Partita, who scored the tying goal for them just a few minutes ago. So now a world of beer yellow card shown to Kevin Partita. As we look at the replay here, Partita with a late sliding tackle in against Niall McCabe. And I think a good call there, Casey. Yeah, I think no question about it. It was a late slide tackle, a late challenge there on Niall McCabe. Really was a dangerous tackle. Could have resulted in injury. Thank goodness it didn't. But I don't know where Partita's trying to argue that one, that it wasn't a foul and wasn't a card, because to me it was a, a no-brainer. Yeah, the ball was already well gone, and the challenge came in, sent McCabe flying. So we've had another booking, our third booking, if I'm not mistaken, actually our fourth booking of the first half. Three yellow cards shown to Orange County, one shown to Cameron Lancaster of Louisville City. We've got another fifth-third free kick here to Louisville City after another foul. And they try to take it quickly. It's Tyler Gibson standing over the ball. An Orange County player stood in his way. It was Kyle Scott. Nothing called there, though there could have been. But the fifth-third free kick is taken on the ground. Lou City trying to conjure a late attack here in the first half to regain their lead, which they took after three minutes. And then Orange County tied it after about 37 minutes later and it passed the 40th minute. Here's another foul. This time deep in the attacking half as Amadou Dia is tripped up by Ocean Dina, tracking back defensively for Orange County. So this fifth-third free kick for Lou City will come in a promising position on the far side, the left, just outside of the penalty area, maybe two or three, maybe five yards infield from the far sideline. And this game getting very chippy, a lot of that probably due to tired legs, just kind of being late on challenges, not really being in the correct position. But regardless, it sets up a really excellent set piece here for Lucity to finish off that first half, a great opportunity to whip a ball in and see if they can get a look on target. All four minutes of the minimum of the stoppage time have been played. Two players standing over it. It's Tlufson and McCabe. It'll be the right foot of McCabe most likely to take this. It is. Here it comes. The fifth third free kick driven toward the near post. Headed up in the air by the first defender. It's loose in the box. Uh, battle for possession. Uh, Lancaster going forward and a foul called, I believe, against Lancaster as an Orange County player went to the ground. It'll be a free kick here to Orange County, and that will likely be the final action of the first half. And, in fact, it is a very entertaining first half. Lou City scored after just three minutes. Niall McCabe scoring to open the season ledger for Louisville City. And then Kevin Partita tying the game for Orange County just a few minutes shy of halftime. Any first-half thoughts from you, Casey? I think overall it was a fun half to watch, and I think exciting from both teams, some really good things from Lucity and some things that maybe weren't so great that they're going to probably talk about and work on there in the second half. But overall, I think it was a good first half. So let's step aside. Let's take our time out. Halftime during the season opener here. Lucity on the road at Orange County, and the score at the half, 1-1. Lou City scored first. Orange County came back to tie it late. Let's step aside. It's Louisville City Soccer here on ESPN Louisville. I'm an emergency medical technician. 
Today, I arrived at the scene of a crash. I've seen enough of these to know it's a bad one. Young female driver, unconscious. I see her phone on the floor. The screen says OMW, on my way. She never hit send. Be safe, Kentucky. Buckle up and put the phone down. Paid with funds through the Kentucky Office of Highway Safety. March Madness is finally here, and Wing Zone has a game plan for you. 20 boneless wings with a jumbo wedge for only $15.99. Have them sauced with our new El Dorado flavor. It's a spicy honey mustard that brings both the sweet and the heat. Come check out any of our three Louisville locations or visit us online at wingzone.com. Wingzone.com. You got it. Can you feel it? You can almost taste it, too. Whether it's sunny and warm or still on the chilly side, March has roared into the Ville, so get yourself down to the old Seelbach Bar for happy hour this week. We've celebrated the joy of the coming spring for six generations here at the Seelbach Hilton. And with more than 200 bourbons at our fingertips, heck, a little nip in the air isn't too bad anyway, right? Louisville's storied past meets its distinct charm and character all this week at the Seelbach Hilton. We've entertained at least nine presidents here. Let us provide you with some executive privilege, too. Nansen Craft Florist, family owned and operated in Louisville since 1850. A local one-stop shop for flowers, whether it's for a special occasion or no reason at all. Nansen Craft Florist, 141 Breckenridge Lane. Call 502-897-6551 for nationwide shipping and same-day local delivery for any occasion. Online at nansencraft.com. Remember, you don't need a reason to brighten someone's day with beautiful flowers from Nansen Craft. Proud partner of Louisville City FC. It's the Louisville City FC Halftime Report, right here on ESPN Louisville. Now, here's Jeff Milby and Casey Whitfield. It is halftime at the championship soccer stadium in Irvine, California. The season opener, the first game of this 2023 season, the ninth season in Louisville City's history. And it is all even at 1-1. Niall McCabe scored three minutes into the game on a terrific delivery from Brian Ombi. A header goal for Niall McCabe. A headed goal, I should say, for Niall McCabe. And then Kevin Partita in the 40th minute. A great ball in from Brent Richards from the right side for Orange County after they worked through some Louisville City pressure really well. And a great finish from Partita as he rifled it past Kyle Morton to tie the game at one apiece. Jeff Milby and Casey Whitfield hanging out with you late night on the season opener on this Saturday night as we hit 11 o'clock in Louisville, Kentucky. Uh, Casey, a first half that the first 25, 30 minutes or so was truly dominated by Louisville City. At one point, we cited the statistics. They had 60% of possession for a large stretch of that first half, but momentum just sort of swung away from them over the last 20 minutes or so, highlighted by Partida's goal, and it's very much anybody's game right now. Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of credit to Orange County because even though it wasn't going their way the whole first part of the game, they continued to stick with it and continued to try to battle through it. And they were able to kind of put the pieces together there towards the end of the half. Loose City starting really strong, tuned out really for a couple minutes, and that's what led to the goal there. They have to see how they're going to be able to get that momentum back to where it was at the beginning of the game, how they can get that energy level there. Because when they were playing 
those first 25 minutes, they looked unstoppable. They looked great. They were moving off the ball well. The possession was great. The pressure was great. They were getting the ball in the final third, creating chances. And the minute that the energy started shifting, they weren't moving the ball as well. Their pressure was, wasn't as unit like as a as a unit it was more individual players here and there and so I think it's trying to figure out how do they withstand the style they want to play for longer periods of time and these these are typical problems though of early in the season yeah absolutely as teams still try and find their footing again a very long grueling preseason for Louisville City and that may be playing out with some injuries that we will detail and have detailed for you tonight uh the statistics we mentioned that Louisville City had a sizable possession advantage early in the game they finished the half with a 53 percent edge over orange county they got five shots only one of them however on target that was the goal from niall mccabe that does not include the shot from distance from brian Ombi that ricocheted off the post and out orange county with three shots all of them on target so two saves for kyle morton in addition to the kevin partita goal lucidi with Four corners, ultimately. I misspoke early in the first half. They didn't have five. It was just four corners in the first half. Orange County did not have a single corner. We had 14 combined fouls. Eight of them called against Orange County. Six called against Lou City. And four bookings. Three yellow cards shown to Orange County, all presented by World of Beer. Iloski, Partita, and Richards all sent to the book. And then Cameron Lancaster was booked as well for Louisville City. And talking about the momentum, Casey, and trying to change back the momentum in favor of Louisville City, the issue with those injuries, again, five players out with injury and then Josh Winder also being held from the game to make it six players unavailable, is that there are not very many difference makers in the attack that are on the bench. There are no forwards available off the bench. Dylan Maris, the new coming player from El Paso who signed in the offseason, he is an attacking style midfielder that is available off the bench. Paolo Del Piccolo also fits that bill for Louisville City despite his uh, growing age. But if Danny Cruz, Louisville City's head coach, wants to make a difference in this game from the bench, he has limited options to do that. Yeah, and that's where it comes down to that depth that we've been talking about for so long and how this is really going to be a true physical test for Lou City because these players are going to have to play significant minutes and hard significant minutes right away, thinking about what maybe you know, you could do if you were to bring on Maris or maybe even, you know, Elijah Winder potentially. Yeah. I should point out he is an attacking midfielder, Elijah you, Winder. Well, as you well. could bring him on and then maybe if one of the forwards needs to be subbed out, Tellefson can also play as a winger. You could also potentially see Paulo Del Piccolo maybe playing that center forward position, just playing bit, yeah. a little more of a target forward. Just giving a big body up there. Right. Yeah. So there are options. It's just maybe not in the traditional aspect that we're used to seeing with having like Wilson Harris available, right. Ray Serrano available, Jorge Gonzalez. We also saw last year for long stretches, Brian Ombi plays a false right. nine. So if he can go the full 90, maybe that's an option for Danny Cruz late on as well. Let's take a timeout. It is halftime at the Championship Soccer Stadium in Irvine, California. A 1-1 score in this season opener. You're listening to Louisville City here on ESPN Louisville. Jefferson Animal Hospital and Regional Emergency Center has been serving Louisville and Southern Indiana communities open 24 hours, 365 days for emergency and routine examinations. Does your pet currently need vaccines? A middle-of-the-night appointment provides the same high-quality care and affordable cost as a regular mid-afternoon appointment. At Jefferson Animal 24-Hour Hospital, doctors and trained staff are always here to care for your pet. Schedule your pet's next checkup at jeffersonanimalhospital.com. 
From their first steps to their first dance, high chairs to high school. At Norton Children's, we know that when you're a parent, one thing stays the same through every stage. Their health is the most important thing in the world to you, which is why it's the only thing we do. Caring just for kids, for all the little things, the big things, and everything in between. NortonChildrens.com slash just for kids. For all the care along the way. Nothing beats March Madness. The pure sound of a swish. The rattle of a slam dunk. The fans on their feet for the big moments. And the action just keeps getting better until a national champion is crowned. Hear all the action with Westwood One's exclusive coverage of the NCAA men's and women's tournaments right here. On your home for college basketball, ESPN 680, 105.7, and 93.9 The Ville. Louisville's professional women's soccer team, Racing Louisville FC, is ready to kick off the 2023 season in March. It's your chance to see the stars of the 2023 FIFA Women's World Cup team in our own backyard. Racing will make a playoff push against stars such as Alex Morgan, Megan Rapino, and more. And season tickets are on sale now. Packages start at just $14 per match for games at the beautiful Lynn Family Stadium. Call 502-LOU-CITY or visit RacingLouFC.com slash tickets and join us for racing's biggest season yet. A lot of opportunities for you to catch some soccer down at Lynn Family Stadium in the coming weeks. Lou City's season opener is two weeks from tonight on March 25th at 3 o'clock against El Paso. LouCity.com slash tickets for opportunities to come see that game. Season tickets also available for $17 per game at LouCity.com slash tickets. Racing Louisville. They have their home opener at Lynn Family Stadium a week after that on Saturday, April 1st. That is also a 3 o'clock in the afternoon kickoff. RacingLouFC.com slash tickets. And Casey Whitfield, a lot of reasons for optimism. Despite two straight seasons of missed playoffs for Racing Louisville, they've made a number of additions to their team. And a big offseason move, the trade of Emily Fox to North Carolina to get Abby Ursig and Carson Pickett. A reason for optimism, reshifting and shuffling up that back line, which has been an issue for racing the last couple of years. Huge additions for racing. Ursing brings some really good veteran presence back there. She is a solid center back for them, brings that leadership in defensively. And I will say, I am stoked for Carson Pickett because she is one heck of a player. If you haven't seen her play and you are like, why, who is this? Just you wait, because she is really fun to watch. She's a very attacking-minded outside back. She was a leading assister last season. She's just a very, very fun player to watch, and she's a very good team player. And lots of other talented additions, international players as well, coming to racing Louisville. Uchina Kanu, a Nigerian international winger who most recently played with Tigres in Mexico. She actually scored against the U.S. women's national team in a friendly last year in Washington, D.C., so you can go back and find that goal to get excited. Uh, Adi Borges, a Brazilian, 23 years old. She scored four times for the Brazilian national team. Another talented attacking player, Paige Monahan, who likely will line up as a right back. She was acquired in a draft day trade. Uh, lots and lots of additions to this racing Louisville team. And I think, Casey, that they will be right there in the thick of the battle for a playoff spot. 
I absolutely think so. I mean, you have to imagine that this team is built from scratch. It's going to take some time for the players to come together, for the team to come together, the style and everything to fall into place. And we've seen really good progress season by season. And so I feel like this year they've really figured out their identity. They know the way they want to play. And I really see that this season coming together and being a very successful one for racing. I'm very excited for it. And, of course, the core in the midfield, Jalen House, Savannah DeMello signing up for uh, signing contract extensions through 2025. The goalkeeper, Katie Lund, uh, likewise as well through 2025. So a lot of optimism around racing Louisville. Their season opener, their home opener rather, on April 1st at 3 o'clock. You can head to racingloufc.com slash tickets. Let's take our final halftime break. The second half, when we return, it's Louisville City 1, Orange County 1 in the season opener. You're listening to it here on ESPN 680 and 1057. I'm an emergency medical technician. Today, I arrived at the scene of a crash. I've seen enough of these to know it's a bad one. Young female driver, unconscious. I see her phone on the floor. The screen says OMW, on my way. She never hit send. Be safe, Kentucky. Buckle up and put the phone down. Paid with funds through the Kentucky Office of Highway Safety. Hi, I'm Wendy Canavan, Vice President of Genesis Diamonds, inviting you to come experience the Genesis difference for yourself. Working for Genesis Diamonds is not a job, it's a passion. For many people, shopping for a diamond can be very intimidating and is one of the largest purchases besides a home or a car that they will ever make. Each of our diamond experts has more than 20 years of experience and extensive training in diamonds and jewelry. We want to share our knowledge to help you make the best and most informed decision you can make. We will take you way past the four C's to explain how diamonds are priced. Not all diamonds of the same grade look alike. Some are not as good as others. You want your diamond to be beautiful. With our extensive inventory of loose diamonds, you can compare them side by side. No one is on commission. We are working for you and will never push you to spend more than you want to. Genesis Diamonds, Shelbyville Road Plaza. The brackets are set. And again this year, we want you to join the ESPN Louisville Bracket Challenge. Enter online at ESPNLouisville.com. The deadline is Thursday at noon. Prizes include a Gorilla basketball goal from Steepleton Billiards and Spa, a TV from RGB Home Theaters, Bourbon and Beyond and Louder Than Life Passes, Gift cards from Double Dogs, Great Flood Brewing Company, Beer Nose Pizza, a tailgating package from Cox's Spirit Shop, and much more. The ESPN Louisville Bracket Challenge is presented by Kentucky Fish and Wildlife, KellyKentucky.com, Seven County Services, and Cox's and Evergreen Liquors. Welcome back to the second half of Louisville City's season opener against Orange County. They've played 37 seconds of the second half. No changes for either team in terms of substitutions, but we will switch ends of the field. Of course, Lou City will now be attacking from right to left. Orange County will be attacking from left to right. And right away, the first time Lou City got into the attack, they've drawn a foul, and they have a fifth-third free kick. In a promising position, an opportunity here for a player like Cameron Lancaster to put one on target. He's probably 
a little further out than he would like, maybe 35 yards from goal, but it's right in the middle of the field, Casey. Well, and I was going to say, we've seen him score from this distance before. Also, things to consider, the ball is most likely very wet, very slippery, and so if you are a Lucidity player and he's putting this on target, you need to charge at the goal. He does try the shot, and it's over the bar and behind for a goal kick. It was very ambitious, always would have been ambitious from that distance, but you just knew given the goal-scoring prowess and the goals that we've seen from Cameron Lancaster over the years, that he was going to take that one on and try and drive it on target, but it was ultimately over the bar. Well, I think you have to give him a chance because Cameron Lancaster really hasn't had many opportunities this game, really hasn't had a chance to have a good look on target, so why not give him a set piece where he can begin to ease into the game, begin to find a little bit more offensively. I do think Lucidi needs more from him in this second half. They've played two minutes now in the second half. Again, the score 1-1. Lou City scored in the fourth minute, and then Orange County tied it in the 40th minute. And we have everything to play for in the second half. Three points on the line in this season opener as Lou City tries to continue their run of excellence. They've never failed to make it to the Eastern Conference Finals and the playoffs. They're always a contender in the Eastern Conference regular season race as well. And Orange County, again, we've mentioned They are coming off of a year in which they missed the playoffs as the defending champions of the league. So they are looking to bounce back uh, with a big group of new players in their camp. Another foul called here against Orange County as Lancaster drew the foul about 10 yards past midfield into the attacking half from Louisville City's perspective. So it'll be a fifth-third free kick here on the inside left, uh, which they will take with Niall McCabe. Actually, it's probably 20 yards past midfield, in fact, now where the foul was committed. They will take it on the ground backward, though, to Jordan Scarlett and build possession from the back. Scarlett plays it on the ground across the center circle to Sean Tosh into the middle to McCabe, back to Tosh on the far sideline. He turns backward under pressure, plays it backward to McCabe. They're in the Louisville half now. McCabe drifting toward the near sideline. He's in the middle of the field, plays it there to the near sideline to Jordan Scarlett on the inside left, dribbles forward into the attacking half, plays it further forward on the the exactly on the near sideline, I should say, to Musha Galusa, but it's behind him, and it's out of play. It's a throw to Orange County. And one thing with Jordan Scarlett, while he is so good in the air and creates that strong presence in the back, technically he's not as solid as maybe some of the other center backs for Lou City. So when he has the ball at his feet, Lou City has to make sure that they're providing him safe options for him to be able to play out of the back so they don't force too many turnovers. Ball into the box from Orange County. Maybe a chance for them as it bounces to the feet of a player, but then hooked away by Manny Perez, who did well to recover and get a foot onto it. The attack remains with Orange County. Four minutes gone by in the second half. It's knocked down here and picked up by Kyle Scott. Now to the far sideline. Here's uh, Iloski on the far sideline. Drops it back to Scott. He plays it into the box. Uh, uh, nice driven ball. Knocked down. Iloski is in there. A battle for possession, and it's cleared away by Scarlett, and a good clearance by Scarlett for Louisville all the way past midfield into the Orange County half. Lancaster chasing it down. It'll come all the way to the goalkeeper, Shuttler, and he'll play it on the ground forward as Orange County builds out of the back. Good clearance, so it's going to allow the city to be able to push out of that back a little bit, see if they can begin to build that pressure, get that defensive unit set in shape so they can begin to apply that pressure that they were so good at in the first half. Ball forward from Orange County, and it'll roll all the way to Kyle Morton, who comes out of his penalty area to the right side, and then he'll dribble it back into his box. Now under no pressure from Orange County, plays it to Scarlett. Back into the midfield to Tyler Gibson, back to Scarlett. Thought about a foul there 
uh, Gibson, but no foul called as Loose City retained possession. The advantage played. Here they come down the near sideline with Amadou Dia into the attacking half. Dia, ball into the middle to Brian Ombi. A heavy touch from Ombi. He keeps possession, though. He's toppled over. No foul called against Orange County, and Orange County takes over in possession. Ombi was ran right into an Orange County player. They collided shoulder to shoulder, and no foul called, Casey. Yeah, I think good decision there. It was just a 50-50 challenge. Both players going for the ball, and it was shoulder to shoulder, no foul in my opinion. But this game has definitely picked up in physicality. Orange County looking to push out a little bit more, looking to press a little bit higher, and it's leading to a much more physical game. It has been a very physical game for the last 20 minutes or so, and it's picked up in the second half as well. Again, Niall McCabe wearing the captain's armband tonight. He, too, was a part of a collision here, and he was called for a foul in the end of that last play. So it's a free kick here to Orange County. McCabe the foul, and the free kick to Orange County will come in the middle of the field in their defensive half as they have an injury now. Orange County, it is Ocean Dina, who's down on the ground on the near sideline, literally laying on the sideline. And we will have a pause in play. Six minutes gone in the second half in this 1-1 game. We'll have a pause for the injury here to Ocean Dina. And I think Lou City still has to figure out their identity here in the second half. They haven't been able to settle into this half whatsoever. It's been very frantic back and forth. Lou City has to see if they can establish a little bit more possession, build through the middle. Orange County is pressing a little bit more, so they have to move the ball a little bit quicker. But they have to figure out a way to build up the field and see if they can create a few more opportunities. Honestly, I'm surprised here that they haven't asked Oshandina just to slide over to the side because half of his body is on the field and the other half is off. Let's take the opportunity with Ocean Dina down for some treatment here. Let's take the opportunity to look at some other scores around the league on this opening day. Monterey Bay, the team which Louisville City will play next week. They'll remain in California for a second consecutive game to open the season. That's a 10 o'clock kickoff next Saturday night as well for Lou City. Monterey Bay victorious in their opening game. They win it 4-2 to over Hartford. Uh, San Diego Loyal, they, they are currently playing, actually, Monterey Bay leading Hartford. That was a 10 o'clock kickoff as well, so a lot of goals in that game as they play uh, around the same time as this Loose City game. 4-2 to two ongoing action with Monterey leading Hartford. Elsewhere ongoing action, San Diego leads Detroit one to nothing. In terms of games that have completed today, we did have one upset to speak of. Loudoun United, the reserve team of D.C. United, defeated Memphis uh, who was a thorn in Louisville City's side last year by a final score of 3-1. to one. We do have a substitution to report as Ocean Dina has been replaced. It is going to be uh, Ryan Dogman, a Norwegian defender, who checks in for Orange County. Uh, so Dogman on and Ocean Dina off for the hosts here. And... That is our first substitution of the game. That substitution brought to you by Fortna. Well, you always hate to see a player go off injured in the very first uh, match of the season or really just any time, but especially the first match of the season. Hopefully it's just a little knock and Ocean Dino will be able to come back within a couple weeks. Yeah, young player with a lot of promise. Ocean Dina, a youth national team member. He's played with Josh Winder of Louisville City on the U19 national team. So a player that Orange County has high hopes for in the future. Hopefully he is okay. The ball back in play after a couple of minutes break for that injury. It's out for a Louisville City throw on the far side there right in the attacking half as we enter the close in on the 55th minute of this game. 
It's in play now with Manny Perez for Louisville City. Into the center circle with Jordan Scarlett in the attacking half as he comes forward. Plays it to the near side. The left back, Amadou Dia. Further forward on the near side, Musha Galusa. Into the middle now, it is Niall McCabe in the attacking half. A good-looking attack right now for Louisville City as they have possession in the Orange County half. Numbers behind for Orange County. Scarlett switches play to the right to Sean Tosh in the center circle. Tosh back to Scarlett. They're back in the Louisville City half now. Scarlett touches it forward. Comes down the inside left, clips it high in the air, down the near sideline to Mushigalusa, keeps it in play. A good touch from him. Still in play with Mushigalusa on the end line, just on the edge of the penalty area. Back to Dia. His cross, high into the air to the back post. Ownby is the target. Headed back into the middle, knocked away, and then cleared away by Orange County, but possession recovered by Lou City. They'll keep this attack going. For Amadou Dia's ball, right person, wrong type of distribution. He got under it a little bit too much. I think if he's able to drive that a little bit more, it's going to allow Ombi to be able to get on the end of it. But because it was lofted so high in the air, it allowed the defender to be able to recover back and get on Ombi and win possession of the ball. Still Lou City possession, 10 minutes gone in this second half in a 1-1 game. Lou City struck first, but then Orange County came back to tie it 35 minutes after conceding. Ball down the far sideline towards, uh, looks like Manny Perez, who had made a run forward. Actually, that might be Niall McCabe, who showed up on the right side. Possession was lost by Louisville City, and then a foul was committed by Lou City. It's a free kick here to Orange County. They take it quickly on the ground, and that was allowed to stay in play. It's down in the far corner where Manny Perez won the ball, and now Lou City takes over. They try and build from the back. McCabe to Ombi. Ombi trying to return it to McCabe. It's intercepted. Exchanging possession here, and... Orange County turns it over. They're just knocking the ball back and forth, these two teams. Orange County, a ball toward the box, headed away by Scarlett. Loose in the middle of the field. Mushigalusa, a great touch to bring it down over his shoulder. He dribbles forward, brings it past midfield. Mushigalusa on the near side, the left, and he will slow it down and check it back to Amadou Dia. Really well done there by Mushigalusa in a crowd to control the ball and then play it back to an open teammate to retain possession. Very well from Mushigalusa. Great first touch, and he's able to pull the ball out wide and draw a little bit of that pressure away from Lou City. Chance for Lou City. It's Cameron Lancaster, and Lancaster scores to put Louisville back in front. Another Assist for Brian Ombi. He had it inside the right channel in the penalty area offensively for Louisville. Cut it into the middle to Cameron Lancaster, and he did just enough. Falling down, got a touch on the ball to put it in the back of the net. Cameron Lancaster is healthy. He's back in the starting lineup to start 2023, and he's back on the score sheet. Louisville City's all-time leading scorer with a clever finish to put Louisville back in front. It is 2-1 to Louisville over Orange County in the season opener with about 11 minutes gone in the second half. And it comes from great combination play down that right side. Tosh releasing to Perez. Perez one-timing it to Ombi. And then Ombi sending a ball across to Lancaster. But really a lot of credit to Lancaster, though. The service was ever so slightly behind him. And Lancaster did extremely well to be able to get his hip situated just right to get contact on the ball, to stay over it, and to put that one in the back of the net. A very difficult finish, but Lancaster made it look flawless. The goal officially scored in the 57th minute, presented by the Kentucky Lottery. Fueling imagination, funding education, Kentucky Lottery. Iloski for Orange County from the kickoff had a shot uh, that was deflected, but it's going to go behind and be called. It wasn't deflected, in fact. It was just a, an errant shot from Iloski, so it's a goal kick here to Louisville City. 
Cameron Lancaster, the all-time leading goal scorer, his 76th career goal for Louisville City there, and it gives the boys in purple a lead on the road in this season opener. And just the way the first half began, the second half begins for Lou City, an early goal for them from the run of play, and another assist for Brian Ownby as well. And now if you're Lou City, you really have to make sure that you are staying locked in defensively, that you're keeping that defensive structure sound, and that you're not really allowing Orange County to gain possession to have any easy looks on goal. Lou City in possession. We're in the 59th minute. 2-1 to one is the score. It's along the back line with Tyler Gibson, who's dropped back. Now Dia and now Scarlett. They're just outside of the Louisville defensive penalty area. Inside it now to Kyle Morton who switches fields, turns to the right, and plays it to the right. That's where Manny Perez has it. Actually, that might be Niall McCabe again showing up over there. Here's Manny Perez, or is that Niall McCabe? I'm getting them uh, confused here quite often today. Uh, Perez on the far sideline, now into the middle. Here's Rasmus Tlufson for Louisville City, driving forward into the center circle. Plays it now to the near sideline, the left. They're into the attack again. This is another positive-looking attack. Tlufson in the middle of the field, turns to the right, plays it to... Uh, Gibson, now McCabe. They bring it back to the left with Dia. Back to McCabe in the middle. Good possession work here from Lou City in the attacking half, just knocking the ball around. Very good possession, but not enough movement from the forward three. There needs to be more movement up top to create pockets of space. Perez gets around a defender, puts in a cross, deflected behind. It's going to be a Vi-Fi corner kick here to Louisville City from the far side, their right in the 60th minute. And a chance here for the boys in purple to tack on another from the set piece. It's been a good-looking attacking second half so far. A good aggressive drive there from Manny Perez to try to get in line and send that ball back across. Nicely defended, though, by Orange County. Sets up a great corner kick. I really don't think, though, Lucidity's corner kicks have been their strongest point so far in this game. So I would like to maybe see if they were able to improve on that. Maybe try a different play that they've been working upon the training ground. Or just try to give players like Jordan Scarlett and Sean Tosh a chance to get on the end of it. It's going to be Niall McCabe to take it once again. An outswinger off his right foot again from the far side, the Lucidity right. He raises his arm in the air. Here comes the delivery. Hit high towards the penalty spot, headed away by Orange County. In the middle is Gibson. He just hoofs it back into the penalty area. It'll come to the near sideline of the box, or to the near part of the box to Brian Ombi. Ball into the area, cleared away by Orange County. And then the secondary clearance will bring it towards midfield. It's Alaski who brings it forward. Tries to play it through to a teammate. Ombi with terrific speed, tracking back defensively. Does really well to beat Nielsen to the ball. And then Nielsen commits a foul. Ombi tripped up. It's a fifth-third free kick to Louisville City. Great job there by Brian Ombi to win possession. I mean, an incredible defensive effort from Brian Ombi coming back full speed to beat the the attacking player there. Very nicely done from Brian Ombi. Fifth third free kick on the inside left taken by Jordan Scarlett. And again, just like the first half began, it's all loose city right now to start the second half. The halftime team talk has been effective from Danny Cruz in this game so far. Gibson a loose touch, but Lucy City keeps possession. Lancaster back to Ombi. Ombi to the top of the box with Musha Galusa. Makes a, a, the ball drifts past the penalty area to the far sideline. Musha Galusa holding it up against the defender just outside of the Orange County box. Tlufson back to Musha Galusa as he tries to dribble into the middle of the field, but it's taken away by Orange County and then cleared away by Orange County. Up toward midfield, Lucy City will win the ball there, though, as Tosh plays it all the way back to the goalkeeper, Kyle Morton. And Lou City has looked very good. They have definitely settled in the second half. First few minutes was a little bit frantic back and forth, but now Lou City has settled in and began to find their rhythm. They just have to make sure that they are continuing 
to stay in this, keeping their mind sharp and locked into this game. Possession numbers back up for Lou City, up toward 58%. Turnover here. Here's Oloski coming forward. He takes aim from 20 yards, and it's well off target. Bounces behind for a goal kick to Louisville City. Oloski, the leading goal scorer for this team, the Golden Boot winner last year, the leading goal scorer in the league with 22 goals. And in the second half, Casey, he's had a couple of instances where he looks to just take the game uh, by himself. He's had a couple of shots from distance that were well off target. Maybe a little frustration from Oloski. Well, yeah, but honestly, I think I'm totally okay with him taking those shots from a loose city standpoint. I'm totally fine with him picking the ball up by himself and trying to take those far out shots because you have defenders in front of him, so it's not going to be just a wide-open shot. And Kyle Morton is one heck of a goalkeeper, and so he's going to be difficult to beat. Here comes Lou City again in the box. Brian Omi on the right side on the end line, forced out of the penalty area, and then he's tripped up from behind, and a foul, and a fifth-third free kick for Lou City just a few yards outside of the box. It'll be on the right side of the box, between the box and the sideline. They'll probably play this a little bit like a corner routine, but another great job. Brian Omi is having a sensational game, two assists for him. He's been all over the place. He's had a shot that went off the post. He's had a header that was nearly on target, and he draws a foul here in a very promising position. But, I mean, are we surprised from Brian Ombi, though? Like, let's be real. After the season that he had last year, he has literally picked up from there and just taken off. He looks so good, so comfortable, so confident on the ball. It's exactly the way we want to see him playing. Ombi, 10 goals and 4 assists last year. For the 32-year-old in his 12th year as a professional, he has he's aged like fine wine. Here's a fifth-third free kick. Hit high into the air to the back post. Knocked down by Orange County. Picked up in the middle of the field by Amadou Dia for Loose City. The attack's still on here. Dia drifting to the near sideline. Here's Musha Galusa just outside of the box on the left. But he'll play it all the way backwards smartly to Tyler Gibson near the center circle. Orange County comes out of their shell. Gibson along diagonal to the near sideline to Mushagalusa. Heads it in play to Dia on the inside left. Dia backward looking for Tosh. Eloski intercepts, but Eloski, I beg your pardon, that is Scott that intercepted, and Scott cannot control it. He goes out of the near sideline, past the near sideline. It's a throw to Louisville City on the near side. They're left in the attacking half. And I think a lot of credit needs to be given to Orange County on how they've defended the set pieces of Loose City. They have been very solid in the back and have done very well with staying with their marks. We've got two substitutions here for Orange County. The goal scorer for them, Kevin Partita, will go off. And Dylan Powers, an MLS veteran who played for the Colorado Rapids most most recently in the big league, will come on. And then Kyle Scott also coming off the field for Orange County. And he is replaced in the lineup by Ashish Chata, a 5'10 midfielder from Fremont, California. So Chita and Powers on for Orange County. Those substitutions, as all substitutions are, are presented by Fortna. It will be a throw here for Louisville City uh, after those subs on the near side. The left, it'll be Amadou Dia to take in the 65th minute, nearing the 66th, and a 2-1 to score in favor of Lou City. They take the throw down the near sideline to Musha Galusa. He's well defended, but the ball cleared away off of his feet. It'll be another throw to Lou City down by the corner flag. Musha Galusa takes it into Dia. Dia trying to touch it back to Musha Galusa. Well defended there by an Orange County player. It's out for an Orange County throw now on the near sideline. They're right deep in their defensive half. We're starting to ease into that part of the game where your legs are feeling really heavy, where you're starting to get really tired. It's the first game. 
you're not used to playing at this pace, at this intensity. And so we are going to see the game potentially slow down a little bit. Lucity just has to make sure that they use that to their advantage to be able to maybe take a little bit of a break since their depth is a little low tonight with players missing. So using those times, those natural pauses within the game to catch their breath a little bit, but not losing focus during those pauses. 64 minutes, or 65 minutes rather, and 50 seconds and counting upward. Lou City in front 2-1 to one in the season opener over Orange County, and you're listening to it here on ESPN Louisville as we work past 11.30 local time. It is a foul against Louisville City here. It'll give a free kick to Orange County on the far side, just a few yards infield from the far sideline in the Louisville City half by about 10 or 15 yards. So Orange County pushing some numbers forward here as they try and find a second tying goal. They came from behind in the first half to tie it at one, and now they trail two to one. Looks like it might be Peterson who will be taking this free kick. He stands over the ball and drives it into the box, high into the air toward the penalty spot, and Kyle Morton calmly coming into the crowd to leap up and make the catch. And Morton has been very good. He hasn't had to do a whole lot. There were those three shots in the first half, but really there wasn't a whole lot of other action besides that. He's done very well with staying engaged and making sure that he is being that presence, that leader in the back. 13 clean sheets last year for Kyle Morton. Probably would have had more if it were not for an injury that kept him out for several games and ultimately the final games of the season as Danny Fontes came in and played admirably down the playoff stretch for Lou City. After he puts it back in play, though, Morton, Lou City gives it up. Here's a chance for Iloski. His shot is blocked, and great recovery there by Sean Tosh to block that shot. It's out for a corner, however, to Orange County, but that shot would have been on target were it not for Tosh tracking back. Well, and it would have potentially been in the back of the net because you have a player like Oloski there who is a very lethal goal scorer. He's able to get a very good shot off, but Tosh makes a great diagonal run defensively and is able to block that before Morton even has to come up with a save. Just a little chip shot, it looked like, trying to lift it over Morton. And were it not for Tosh's block, that may well have been a goal. Here's the corner for Daniel Peterson. It's a header, and it's just wide of the far post. Peterson's delivery was terrific. And it's Hakim, the center back, up from the back, who rose above the crowd, headed it down towards the back post, and he missed by just inches. Kyle Morton was nowhere near it, and Lou City is very fortunate to keep their lead at 2-1. to one. And again, how Orange County is getting so open on these set pieces, I'm not sure if they're setting picks or what is happening in the mix there, but that is twice now on some set pieces where they've had a clean look on goal where the Lucity defender is trailing behind. That was an excellent header, and I think Lucity is very fortunate that he did not get that one on frame. 68 minutes, 25 seconds counting upward. Lucity remains in front 2-1. to one. They win the ball in the attacking half here. Gibson forward to... Cameron Lancaster, Lancaster holding the ball up. He goes down, no foul called. An exchange of possession here. It's settled down to Brian Ombi on the far sideline. Plays it back to Manny Perez on the far sideline, still in the attacking half. He goes backward to Jordan Scarlett in the center circle. Scarlett now to the near sideline. Amadou Dia, first time ball to Mushagalusa. Back to Dia in the middle of the field. And it's intercepted by Orange County. They will build out of the back. And I think Orange County needs to start picking up the pace a little bit, getting into this one if they want a chance to kind of get tied up, and get the lead. Lou City needs to continue to push the envelope. They cannot take their foot off the gas in this game because we saw in the first half when they slowed down ever so much, it allowed Orange County to be able to get back in it. 
Here comes Orange County. They have it on the right side with Richards. He puts the ball into the box to the back post. Nobody there for Orange County. Picked up by Brian Ombi. Ombi brings it out of the box himself. A big heavy touch toward midfield, but he's got the speed to catch up to it. Plays it forward to Lancaster. Lancaster with a defender on his back holding it up, and he did really well. He draws a foul. It'll be a fifth-third free kick to Louisville City, about 15 yards shy of midfield in the Louisville defensive half with 69-35 on the clock. And as we await that free kick, we'll have the first couple of substitutions here for Louisville City. It'll be Paolo Del Piccolo, the longtime captain, coming off the bench. He will replace Niall McCabe. So the armband will likely switch over there. And then Carlos Mogel Jr., one of the heroes of last year's playoff run, will come in as well, replacing Tyler Gibson. So Gibson off, McCabe off, Del Piccolo on, and Mogel on. And each of those substitutions for Louisville City coming in the 71st minute are brought to you by Fortna. And I think these are two substitutions that we expected to see. McCabe and Gibson put in a lot of miles. I mean, there are a few times where we were thinking it was a different player up on that offensive line, and it was Tyler Gibson who made the run all the way from sitting in that defensive mid position is now being a forward. So those two did very well. I think you're not going to drop in level in the middle of the field by bringing on those two players. I think it's just going to kind of spark some energy there. Bringing on that leadership of Del Piccolo there in the middle of the field is exactly what Lou City needs to finish off this game. 19 minutes and change to go plus stoppage time. Lou City in front 2-1 to one in the season opener. A long diagonal ball from Orange County and a foul drawn by Orange County. And a booking shown to Sean Tosh, a world of beer yellow card. Goes to Tosh, the second of the night shown to Louisville City, and our fifth of the night overall. It was well done there. It was Eloski who turned on his right foot. Tosh was late with the challenge and got a big chunk of Eloski's leg, and Eloski went down, draws the foul to be a, th- a free kick here for Orange County in a promising position. Definitely the right call there. Tosh was late, stuck his leg. I was completely a trip, but it sets up a very dangerous set piece for Orange County. This could be their chance to kind of shift the tides in their direction in this second half, but it also sets up a great opportunity for Lucity to maybe counter quickly here. Two players stand in the wall for Lucity. Two players stand over it for Orange County. Now... It's just one. Here comes the ball. It looks like Eloski who drove it to the back post, headed down by Richards. Loose in the box. Hock him a shot. Blocked away by Paolo Del Piccolo, and it's out for a throw to Orange County on the near side. Their right deep in Louisville City's defensive half. Very nicely dealt with that time by Lou City. There was not a free look on target from Orange County. They stayed with their marks much nicer, and they were able to kind of advert any danger and not force Morton to have to make some spectacular save. It's actually going to be a corner kick here for Orange County from the near side, the right. Here it comes all the way high in the air to the back post, headed up into the air. A shot from distance is blocked on its way through. Shouts for a foul from Orange County, but it is out of play. It'll be another corner for them. This time it'll switch sides to the far side, their left, as it was deflected on its way through. And Lucity definitely getting their practice with defending set pieces here with three back-to-back set pieces. They have to make sure that they're staying focused, keeping that strong defensive shape, and they're going to be able to counter quickly. Daniel Peterson takes this corner. Another one driven high into the air towards the penalty spot. Morton came for it, didn't catch it initially, but a foul called as he goes to the ground. He was impeded on his way to catching that ball, Kyle Morton, and it'll be a fifth-third free kick to Louisville City inside their defensive penalty area. 
And you can always rely on Paulo Del Piccolo to stand up for his teammates. They're trying to argue to get maybe a card called there because Morton goes up to get it. And it looked like the Orange County player. It was tough to see who it was exactly in the mix there, but just completely ran into him, not really making a huge play on the ball, but more looking to kind of take him out. 17 minutes to go plus stoppage time in this season opener at the Championship Soccer Stadium in Irvine, California. Lucidity in front, 2-1, to one, looking to win their season opener on the road, the first of two straight road games in California to open the year. They'll face Monterey Bay next week at 10 o'clock on Saturday nights. Ball out of play on the far sideline. It's an Orange County throw in their defensive half. They play it back to the goalkeeper, Colin Shuttler. Shuttler, a driven ball on the ground toward midfield. It's loose. And Lou City will take over with Manny Perez. Plays it back to Tosh. Now Ombi on the far sideline. Ombi trying to clip it forward to Tlufson. Battle for possession. Orange County comes out with it. It's a crowd over on the far sideline. Orange County still with possession. And now a foul called against Louisville City. And that's Tlufson. Rasmus Tlufson, the Danish newcomer who commits the foul. A free kick here to Orange County. In the first half, Tlufson was doing a lot of movement off the ball. And Lou City was able to find him within those pockets of space. I haven't been able to see much of him in the second half. I'm not sure if it's due to maybe the defensive effort of Orange County or maybe the pockets of space haven't been there for him, but I would like to see him try to get on the ball a little bit more to kind of create some more offensive attacks for Lucidity. Back with Orange County. They played it long. It was knocked down, and they maintained possession. Here is Chata, one of the substitutes in the midfield. He keeps possession, plays it back to knock him. Knock him now to Peterson. Orange County with possession here. They've got it along their back line now with Fox to the far sideline. That's where Villanueva has it. The left back, Villanueva across into the box. It bounces toward the penalty spot, and the header is wide, inches wide. Once again, a second header in this second half that nearly tied the game at two. It was the substitute, Chata, who got on the end of it. He drove it towards Kyle Morton's right post. Morton, uh, Morton dove for it. Couldn't get to it, but lucky for him, it was wide. Well, and really, Chata made that opportunity out of nothing. It was kind of a bouncing ball. It was an awkward ball there. Not really sure whether you take it off the thigh or how you deal with that one. But he has a really good header where he turns his entire body to get that one towards the target. I think Morton would have had it covered, but it definitely would have been a close one. Morton sends it long from the goal kick into the attacking half. A battle for possession and a foul called against Orange County here. 75-50 and counting upward. Lou City trying to hang on to this 2-1 lead. And Lancaster's the player who was fouled. He's down in a heap holding his left leg. Lou City certainly will milk some time here with this opportunity. Lancaster's still down and the trainer Stuart Wright will come on to check him out. It'll give the opportunity here to Orange County to go over to the far sideline, almost like a timeout here. Again, Lancaster drawing a foul and Lancaster injured. And you really hope that he's okay, especially after the last season, really struggling a lot with injuries, not really getting the chance to kind of go to his full potential last year. It looks like it would have just been a knock, just the way that he fell, maybe like a nice bruise on the leg, maybe a good kind of stalling of the game for his team. I don't know. Just hopefully everything's okay because then you'd have to really think what would Danny Cruz do in this situation, you know, with Lancaster potentially needing to be subbed if he was injured. What? How would the shape change for Lou City? What would the players look like? But luckily he's on his feet and seems to be okay. Yeah, he seems to be okay. He's walking off with a little bit of a hobble, Lancaster. 
Again, just eight appearances for him last season. He was just really truly deterred by injuries, a couple of them over the course of the year. One suffered in preseason and then one suffered in the midst of the season. Came back and did play a role in the playoff run, scoring the tying goal from the penalty spot in the comeback against Pittsburgh. Hopefully for Louisville City and hopefully for him, he will remain healthy through the course of this season. The fifth-third free kick. Sent by Sean Tosh toward the penalty area. Brian Obi was making a run. It's knocked away by Orange County. Picked up in the middle, though, by Carlos Mogel. He drops it off to Tlufson. Now Dia on the near side, inside left, rather. He goes backwards all the way to Jordan Scarlett. Scarlett, a ball forward toward Mushagalusa. Tried to flick it over toward Del Piccolo. And it's taken over by Orange County along their back line. With just over 12 minutes to go plus stoppage time. And Loose City up a goal, 2-1. to one. Orange County in possession at home working it along their far side into the attacking half. A loose ball, loose city with a touch, and loose city will take over. Uh, loose city wins possession. They come forward in the attacking half. Here's a good ball into Brian Ombi, but he's beaten to it by a defender there for Orange County. That was Andrew Fox who slid over. He plays it out for a loose city throw. And this has been a very entertaining game to watch. It's been very back and forth. Both teams having their time of being able to establish their possession, show the style of soccer that they want to play. I just think Loose City has been a little bit better in the times when they have had their opportunities. They've capitalized on them. They have looked sharper when it has been their moment. Loose City with a 55% possession advantage with just over 11 minutes to go in the game. But they're now being outshot by Orange County. Lucidity sitting on seven shots, two of them on target, both goals which they've scored. Orange County now with ten shots, but still just three on target. The goal they scored and then two early saves for Kyle Morton. 78 minutes and 54 seconds and counting upward. A long diagonal for Orange County. Knocked into the middle of the field just outside of the Louisville penalty area. Louisville bringing numbers back to defend. Here's Musha Galusa trying to turn up field on the near sideline. He can't keep it in play. And it's out for a throw to Orange County which they will take. They send it up back toward their back line. Richards sends it across. And now all the way back to the goalkeeper, Shuttler, as they try and build out of the back. I do think if you're Orange County, you have to begin to get some sort of sense of urgency. We're approaching the final 10 minutes. There will be some stoppage time due to injuries, but they have to begin to pick up a little bit more urgency when they're on the ball. Here comes Lou City. They win the ball. Brian Ombi on the far sideline, darting forward into the attacking half, turns and plays it backward to, to Lufson. Now Mogel in the middle. He plays it further backward in the defensive half to Tosh, across to Scarlett, the left center back tonight, one of the newcomers, Jordan Scarlett, for Louisville City. He drives forward. A long run with the ball for Jordan Scarlett. Confident dribbling by the central defender. He's tackled. He goes down. No foul called. Lou City may have wanted one, but they keep possession. Del Piccolo in the middle, back to Mogel, back in the Louisville defensive half. Into the center circle now. Outside of it is Tosh. He swings it to the far side. Mogel's there now. Plays it back to Tosh as Lou City just knocks the ball around here. Keeps possession with 10 minutes to go and a 2-1 to lead in their favor. And it's good that they're trying to keep possession, but they're keeping possession across their back line, which risks if you make one misstep, one mistouch, and they're able to intercept it, it's going to be a one-on-one with Kyle Morton. I'd like to see them try to keep possession farther up the field, maybe in their attacking third or in between their attacking third and midfield. They had it there with Musha Galusi. tried to touch it around Dogman, a defender who came on earlier in the game, but he lost possession and then committed a foul. So it's a free kick forthcoming for Orange County. They'll make a substitution. Uh, Emil Nielsen, the former teammate of Rasmus Tlufsen, 
in Denmark heads off. And it is another young talent that they're very excited about, a teenager, Bryce Jamison, uh, who is a under-19 U.S. international as well. He comes into the game uh, replacing Nielsen. So Jamison on, Nielsen off for Orange County. That substitution, which comes in the 82nd minutes, is brought to you by Fortna as Lou City has a 2-1 to lead here. Well, I think something to note now, too, Orange County has now used all of their substitution windows. So if there were to be some sort of injury in these final few minutes, they would have to play a man down. So something to keep in mind as this game goes on, especially with the physicality that this game has been so far. 81 minutes and 40 seconds and counting upward now. Lucidity just trying to see out this 2-1 to lead. Again, the goals scored for them by Niall McCabe three minutes in and Cameron Lancaster. About 10 minutes into the second half, 11 minutes it was into the second half. Here comes Jamison, I believe, the newcomer into the game for Orange County, trying to dribble around about three Lou City players, but he dribbled himself past the inline. It'll be a goal kick here for Lou City with eight minutes to play. Uh, yeah, two players again, Casey, on the score sheet for Lou City, two players that were on the inaugural roster way back in 2015. Now eight years later into season number nine, they are still at the top of their games Niall McCabe and Cameron Lancaster. Before we get this goal kick, however, we will see a substitution for Louisville City. And Brian Ombi, who assisted both Louisville City goals tonight, goes out of the game to the far sideline. And it is a Louisville City regular season debut for Dylan Maris, who comes into the game. The 30-year-old uh, 30 from Indiana, who played previously with the Indy 11 and also most recently with El Paso, where he scored 10 goals last year, comes into the game for his Lou City debut. We'll have another substitution as well. Cameron Lancaster, who scored the what is right now the winning goal in this game, checks out, and he's replaced by Elijah Winder. So Winder and Maris on, Ownby and Lancaster off for Louisville City with seven minutes to play. Those substitutions brought to you by Fortna. Very excited for Dylan Maris. I actually had the privilege of knowing him back in college. We played alongside, you know, he was on the men's team, I was on the women's team. So know him very well, know his style, love the way that he plays. So excited to see him back here. And then again, Elijah Winder, he really turned it on last season there at the end, really came on strong. So excited to see him grow on the end of that season. We're not really going to see him in a traditional position that he's used to playing. It looks like they're going to have him as that center forward, but he's got speed and he just has a lot of energy and willingness to attack the ball. So we're going to be looking at him to run in behind quite a bit. Elijah Winder, who, of course, very memorably scored one of the most memorable goals in Louisville City history to defeat the Tampa Bay Rowdies in last year's Eastern Conference Final when Louisville City was down to 10 men in extra time. We have a foul here against Louisville City. It'll be a free kick to Orange County with six minutes plus stoppage time to go. It'll come in the Louisville City defensive half. And Peterson stands over. It's probably 45 yards from goal in the middle of the field. But they will hoof this into the box and see if they can knock something down. Here it comes. Driven toward the back post at the end line. Richards, a header. It's deflected and then saved by Kyle Morton. Richards with the header on the right side. His header back into the mixer was deflected down by a Louisville City player. And Morton made the stop. 
Orange County has been very good on their set pieces at finding the open man within the box. It seems to be that the player that they are targeting on the service, they have been able to find almost consistently, and that player has been open. So it's really good credit to them and how they've been able to practice those set pieces so far in their preseason, and it's really showing right now in the game. Just over five minutes to go. Here comes Orange County again with Jamison. Into the middle with Chata and out of the far side of the box. Clipped back toward the penalty spot. A chance for Orange County. It's off the crossbar. It stayed out somehow. Orange County inches away from tying the game for a third time in this second half. Louisville Louisville City is living very dangerously. It remains with Orange County. Richards on the right side. Turns backward and plays it backward. Louisville City by inches denied uh, Orange County rather denied by the crossbar there. It's still loose with Orange County in the attack. It's Jamison on the far side of the box, on his right foot, dribbling into the box. Still on his right, two defenders there for company, leaves it off for a teammate, clipped to the back post, headed down, maybe a chance, cleared away by Louisville City. It will remain in this end of the field, though, with Orange County. They have it again with Villanueva, the left back on the far side. He tries to play it through. It's knocked down. But then turned over by Louisville City, a loose ball in the box. Oh, and a back heel chance for Orange County goes wide by just a few inches. But the flag was up. It would not have counted. It was offside uh, against Orange County. But Louisville City, one off the crossbar and then one that was just inches wide as well though the offside flag was up against that. Orange County nearly tying the game, Casey. I mean, some excellent opportunities, and Dogman is the one that had that shot off the crossbar. He was completely wide open there on the back post, and I talked earlier how Lou City does this very well, but sending those outside backs forward, Dogman able to push forward completely unmarked, so really some miscommunication on the back line there for Lou City, something they're going to have to figure out because there have been too many wide open shots for Orange Orange County, but what a attacking effort there from Orange County. Loose City, though, doing well to weather that storm and somehow stay ahead in this one. That last chance that was waved off for the offside was from Eloski, the leading goal scorer. We've got a substitution for Loose City. Manny Perez goes off. We'll tell you who came on for him as soon as we find out in just a moment. A chance for Lou City. Oh, and a goal! It's Musha Galusa to make it 3-1. He rips it past the goalkeeper with his left, and that will do it. Lou City's going to take all three points from this season opener. They slam the door shut, and it's Musha Galusa on the score sheet. He was just dancing with the ball in the attacking half. Looked like he might have been trying to waste some time. He cut it over to his left foot and just smashed it past the goalkeeper into side netting. A fabulous goal for Musha Galusa, and that will seal it for Louisville City. It is 3-1 in favor of Lou City over Orange County with just minutes to play. And talk about a goal against the run of play. Really, all the momentum was going for Orange County. They were all pushed forward. Lou City looked to be kind of defending for their lives there at those final few minutes. Musha Galusa, like you said, he really didn't have much urgency in the box there. He kind of cut it over and realized, wow, I am wide open here. The defender is completely on my right side. They haven't stepped over. The goalkeeper's out of position. Why not have a go with it? And he absolutely ripped it with his left foot. It was a beautiful shot that went into that far post. I think the keeper might have even gotten a touch on it, but there was nothing he could do to keep that one out. An excellent, excellent finish from Mushigalusa. Mushigalusa with 10 goals last season for Louisville City in his first with the club, and he's on the score sheet on opening night. 
That goal presented by the Kentucky Lottery, fueling imagination, funding education, Kentucky Lottery. Mushigaloos has had a very good game today. I think he's done well with keeping possession for the team. He's done well in his decision-making in the final third, which was something he needed to work on last year, but a very good match so far for Mushigaloosa. Ball played past the end line by Orange County as they just tried to get something going forward. Villanueva was on the end of it, couldn't keep it in play. And it'll be a goal kick here for Louisville City. And that substitution that was made right before the goal, Manny Perez off and Oscar Jimenez on. That substitution, which came late on for Louisville City, presented by Fortno. We've got a goal kick here to Lou City in the 90th minute. One minute to go plus stoppage time, and it's 3-1 to one now in favor of Louisville City. McCabe, Lancaster, and Mushigalusa, the goal scorers for the boys in purple tonight. Very good performance so far, but they still have to finish the game out. There's still going to be, I would imagine, around five minutes of added time based on the injuries that they've had, so that's plenty of time. Oh, a chance for four. It's Mushigalusa in behind, but he can't catch up to the ball. The goalkeeper, Shuttler, off of his line to slide in front of the toes of Mushigalusa to claim it, but Mushigalusa nearly in for his second there. And again, Mushigalusa just playing a very well game he's been all over the field he's been creating half opportunities moving well off the ball exactly the way he needed to start this season orange county sends it forward just trying to get something going it bounces into the arms of kyle morton and as you alluded casey we do have a sizable chunk of stoppage time the referee has added a minimum of six minutes to this game stoppage time presented by the louisville muhammad ali international airport the referee has added a minimum of six minutes to this game. Lou City in front, 3-1. to one. And these six minutes will be a grind because there are tired legs on both sides of the field. So if you're Orange County, you're looking to see if you can get any glimmer of hope to try to get the ball forward. Lou City, you're just looking to defend for your life. See if you can keep that defensive shape, understand when you need to expend your energy pushing forward and when you can just sit back and hold that defensive shape. 42 seconds of the minimum of the six gone by. Orange County trying to build out of the back, a long diagonal into the attacking half for them. Headed down into the middle of the field and hoofed away by Dylan Maris for Louisville City past midfield. Back into the defensive half for Orange County. Fox brings it down. He drives it forward. Headed away by Tosh. Back to Fox. Actually, this might be Iloski who's dropped back. He plays it long, a long diagonal to the near sideline. Dogman brings it down off his chest. He plays it into the box. An awkward play as it's headed toward goal by Sean Tosh. It remains in play. It's Alosky on the end line. His cross is blocked out of play. It'll be a corner kick here for Orange County. That was nearly an own goal, Casey. Very close to an own goal and a pretty nasty collision between, I believe it was Tosh and Morton there. Tosh going for the ball, little miss. It looks like maybe Morton slid, and that's what happened. But scary collision there for a second, especially given the injury that Kyle Morton had last year with that severe head injury, making sure he's okay. Because another note, Lou City has used up all their substitutions. So if one of those players needed to go out injured, Morton going out injured, field player stepping in goal there for you. That is correct. Morton getting checked out by Stewart right here, understandably, as the rain continues to come down in California. As you mentioned, he had a severe head injury, suffered against the Tampa Bay Rowdies last year. Another player for Louisville City was also down. It looked like it might have been Jordan Scarlett who went down, perhaps cramping, not to speculate, but it looked like it. Again, very late on here. Two minutes and 20 seconds out of the six of stoppage time are gone. It's going to be a corner kick for Orange County. They need two goals to 
get anything out of this game in their home opener, the season opener for both teams. Peterson stands over the corner kick on the near side, the Orange County right. I would imagine every Louisville City player is back to defend this corner. Peterson standing over it. And it's got to be a good service, and if you're Orange County, you have to get a look on target here. Driven high in the air to the back post, and the header nowhere near on target. It's wide by 15 yards, and it's out of play. A goal kick here to Louisville City. And the ball just struck a little bit too far to the back post. I imagine maybe they were trying to send it back across the goal phase, but they've been so successful in their set pieces to see this one, especially when you need a goal, a little bit disappointing. Kyle Morton will take his time in putting this ball back in play. Under three minutes to go out of the minimum of six in stoppage time. City ahead by two goals. Three to one over Orange County. The goal kick sent toward midfield. Flicked on toward Maris. He can't win the header. They're exchanging headers here, both teams. Just in the center circle. No one has come out with possession. Maris brings it down. Clips it forward to the near sideline. Can Mushagalusa keep it in play? He can. He chases it down. He'll hold it up on the near sideline. Now dribble backward and play it backward to Amadou Dia in midfield. Lucidi can knock the ball around here. Just take the air out of the ball. Scarlet switches fields to the far sideline. There's Oscar Jimenez. A first-time ball out of the air towards Paolo Del Piccolo, who made a run to the far sideline. He couldn't catch up to it. It's an Orange County throw. With two minutes to go, Orange County trying to build out of the back. In the middle of the field, it's Peterson. Plays it to the near sideline. Dogman still in the defensive half for Orange County. Mushagalusa defending. Mushagalusa did well. Lou City takes over. Ball clipped forward. It'll be Elijah Winder to give chase. He won't catch up to it. It's out of play past the near sideline. Near the corner flag in the defensive end. It'll be an Orange County throw for them. A lot of frantic balls forward, hopeful balls forward for Orange County. Loose City being very smart in their possession. Just a few plays, though, maybe where they should have maybe looked to play a shorter pass instead of looking to change the point of attack there. But overall, managing the end of this game decently. Overall, it's been a pretty good performance from Louisville City. Certainly, certainly some things that Danny Cruz and company will like to clean up, particularly defensively, as you point out, Casey. been a number of open Orange County players on set pieces and a number of chances that had they gone Orange County's way, this might be a very different game. Two or three times, the ball just inches wide, including one off the crossbar here late in the second half. Orange County maybe a chance to get one back. A ball into the box and a good one just over the head of the attacker and then cleared away by Louisville City with one minute to go in the six of stoppage time. Another ball into the box from Orange County. Headed away by Amadou Dia. Picked up at the top of the area with Chata. Still loose in the box for Orange County. A shot toward frame, and it's saved by Kyle Morton. Ball bouncing around a lot there. One thing Orange County has done well is taking advantage of half chances there. The ball bouncing around and somehow finding a shot there. I think Lucidi needs to look to be a little bit sharper with their clearances and seeing if they can be the first to the ball instead of allowing Orange County time to have a shot there. But overall, Lucidi has weathered the storm that Orange County has brought coming forward. Just under 20 seconds to go on the minimum of six. Orange County trying to come up with something. It's a high end of the air off the foot of Del Piccolo, headed by Dia. Now Mushagalusa will chase it down. He has it. Dribbles into the attacking half, dribbling down the near sideline. Just seconds remaining. We're past the six-minute mark now in stoppage time. It's with Louisville City. Mushagalusa plays it all the way back to Morton. Morton will just clear it long down the middle. Just waiting on the referee's whistle here. It's knocked down in the middle of the field. It'll be with Orange County. It's Dogman in the attacking half. Dio with a touch. He wins possession. Mushagalusa into the middle to Del Piccolo. 
Actually, that's Maris. No, that is Del Piccolo. Back to D on the near sideline. He clips it forward over the top. Elijah Winder making a run. It's knocked down by an Orange County defender. Still we go on. 30 seconds past the minimum. Orange County coming forward. They trail by two goals. This game is over and done with. All we need is the final whistle from the referee. That's the only thing separating Louisville City from a season-opening victory at this point. Long ball forward, cleared away by Dia. Comes all the way back to the Orange County goalkeeper, Shuttler. Now into the attacking half for Orange County. It is an attacking player on the inside right. Still with Orange County in the attacking half. Casey, we were a full minute past the minimum of six here. Well, we had that stoppage with Kyle Morton, and so that's where the added time is coming from. And that'll do it. The referee blows her whistle. The game is over. Louisville City has gone on the road in the season opener, and courtesy goals from McCabe, Lancaster, and then Mushigalusa in the late going to seal it. They take a 3-1 to one victory over Orange County. All three points in the bag for the boys in purple to start 2023. What an exciting way to start the season, and what a hard-fought match it was. They really had to earn this victory today. There was quite a few positives from this match, some really, really good takeaways and some things to look forward to for the rest of the season. Let's take a timeout. We've got plenty to talk about when we return on the post-game wrap-up, which is presented by the Kentucky Office of Highway Safety. Do stick with us. Again, Louisville City victorious in their season opener by a final score of 3-1 to one over Orange County SC. You're listening to Louisville City Soccer on ESPN Louisville. Energy comes in a world of forms. So LG&E and KU are creating Kentucky's sustainable energy future using a mix of sources. The right mix of balanced and flexible, of responsible and affordable. With new thinking and investing in modern natural gas plants, four times more solar than previously planned, and our most customer efficiency programs ever. The right mix, moving us toward a cleaner energy future today. When someone you love is the victim of a wrongful death, it's a terrible tragedy. What's also a tragedy? When the insurance company doesn't want to pay what you deserve for your loss and suffering. I'm attorney Darrell Isaacs the Hammer, founder of Isaacs and Isaacs Personal Injury Lawyers. We've recovered over a billion dollars for our clients, including a recent $10 million wrongful death jury award. There are strict time limits to file a wrongful death claim, so please go to WeWin.com for your free case evaluation. Urban NBR, this September in Louisville, Kentucky, with Bruno Mars. The Killers. Black Keys. Brandy Carlisle. Plus Duran Duran. Billy Strings, the Black Crows, the Avid Brothers, Blondie, and so many more. Bourbon and Beyond, September 14th through 17th in Louisville, Kentucky. All passes on sale now at bourbonandbeyond.com. Nansen Craft Florist, family owned and operated in Louisville since 1850. A local one-stop shop for flowers, whether it's for a special occasion or no reason at all. Nansen Craft Florist, 141 Breckenridge Lane. Call 502-897-6551 for nationwide shipping and same-day local delivery for any occasion. Online at nansencraft.com. Remember, you don't need a reason to brighten someone's day with beautiful flowers from Nansen Craft. Proud partner of Louisville City FC. It's time for the Kentucky Office of Highway Safety post-match show. Now, here's Jeff Milby and Casey Whitfield. 
A victorious and celebratory Kentucky Office of Highway Safety post-game show here on ESPN Louisville. Louisville City takes a 3-1 victory over Orange County SC to put three points on their ledger in the USL Championship standings to get this season underway. Jeff Milby, Casey Whitfield, we are thrilled to have you along late into the night past midnight here in Louisville. It is a happy Post-game wrap-up, however, with Louisville City winning tonight. The final score, as we mentioned, 3-1 to one in favor of Louisville City. That final score brought to you by the Gorski Law Office. Uh, Casey, just a really terrific win from start to finish for Louisville City. Certainly there were some things to work on. Certainly there were spells of the game that went the way of Orange County. But all in all... Danny Cruz, I think, has to be very pleased. I mean, and that's expected. It's the first game of the season. It's the first time these players are playing in a competitive match together with some new faces out there. And if this is what's to come in the season, if they're already starting this strong and having this many positives in the game, it's only going to set up for a very very fun and exciting season altogether because there were so many really good points in this match. I think one of the big positives I saw was their ability to change the point of attack. So many times last season they would continue to force down the same side and we saw a big effort this match of trying to change the point of attack through the three different lines. Not only in the back line, but they were doing it more in the middle of the field and the front three, all changing the point of attack. The pressure was great, defending as a unit. But when they checked off, that's when they began to have problems. I think also in the final third, it was definitely better for them. They were able to capitalize on more of their opportunities. Now I just think they need to begin to create a few more opportunities, get some more chances because they are able to turn those opportunities into goals. They've got some very strong players. But overall, I am very happy with how this game went. And I think, honestly, Danny Cruz would be too. Several performances all across the field that deserve some praise. Three of them were nominated for tonight's Lynn Family Sports Vision and Training Man of the Match Poll. Those players were Brian Ownby, Niall McCabe, and Cameron Lancaster. And it's rare that the goal scorers don't win the award. Tonight's Lynn Family Sports Vision Man of the Match was Brian Ownby. Two assists to him. And he was the chief creator tonight for Louisville City. He was something special all night long. No question about it. Brian Ombi, hands down, man of the match. He had such a great game. Not only did he do the work offensively and contribute and be that playmaker offensively that they needed, but defensively he did the work too. I mean, that play that comes to my mind is where he hustled back and stopped the counterattack. I think if he doesn't do that, this is a whole different story that we're having here because that would have created a numbers-up counterattack for Orange County. But Brian Ombi just looked amazing. Like we said, he's, he's like fine wine. It just keeps getting better with age. Again, Ownby tonight's Lynn Family Sports Vision and Training Man of the Match Award winner. See, some full-time statistics we can tell you about. Lou City ultimately did just edge Orange County in possession by 51%. Uh, eight shots out of that possession for Louisville City. Three of them on target, the three goals. Orange County did outshoot Louisville 14-8. to eight. But only four of their shots were on target, and Kyle Morton came up with three pretty good saves, including one very late on, Casey. And that's not to mention, in terms of shots for Orange County, the one that went off the crossbar very late. 
Yeah, Orange County definitely had their fair share of chances. And so I think that's something that they're going to be focusing on this week is how to make those opportunities go in the back of the net because there were several wide open set pieces where they had free looks on target. They had that shot that hit off the crossbar. They were really pushing it there at the end and creating a lot of chances, but they just have to be better in the final third. And I think that's something that they're going to work on. But think about it. They're a young team. They're putting together all these pieces. They're going to be very good as this season goes on. And when we see them again later on the season, it's definitely going to be a match that's going to be marked on several people's calendars because it's going to be a good one. Yeah, there are certainly some positives that Orange County can take given the opposition today for them. Five corners for Louisville City, four for Orange County, 30 combined fouls, 16 of those 30 called against Orange County, and we had five World of Beer yellow cards in this game. Eloski, Partita, and Richards for Orange County were booked. Lancaster and Tosh were booked for Louisville City. Again, the final score tonight, Louisville City 3 Orange County won that score presented by the Gorski Law Office, and it also means that it was a Louisville City win, meaning that tomorrow you can head to any participating Louisville area Wendy's location to redeem a free small Frosty. Be sure to show the club's social media post for redemption of that Frosty. I'm definitely going to be going to Wendy's to get a Frosty. I love those things. <laughs> Let's step aside. we got a, a, a long night to think about that Frosty to, before tomorrow. Let's take our final time out. We'll wrap it up and look ahead to next week when we return. Again, Lou City takes all three points in the season opener, 3-1 to one over Orange County. It's the Kentucky Office of Highway Safety postgame wrap, and it's here on ESPN Louisville. From their first steps to their first dance, high chairs to high school, at Norton Children's, we know that when you're a parent, one thing stays the same through every stage. Their health is the most important thing in the world to you, which is why it's the only thing we do. Caring just for kids, for all the little things, the big things, and everything in between. NortonChildrens.com slash just for kids for all the care along the way. Jefferson Animal Hospital and Regional Emergency Center has been serving Louisville and Southern Indiana communities open 24 hours, 365 days for emergency and routine examinations. Does your pet currently need vaccines? A middle-of-the-night appointment provides the same high-quality care and affordable cost as a regular mid-afternoon appointment. At Jefferson Animal 24-Hour Hospital, doctors and trained staff are always here to care for your pet. Schedule your pet's next checkup at jeffersonanimalhospital.com. Louisville's professional women's soccer team, Racing Louisville FC, is ready to kick off the 2023 season in March. It's your chance to see the stars of the 2023 FIFA Women's World Cup team in our own backyard. Racing will make a playoff push against stars such as Alex Morgan, Megan Rapino, and more. And season tickets are on sale now. Packages start at just $14 per match for games at the beautiful Lynn Family Stadium. Call 502-LOU-CITY or visit RacingLouFC.com slash tickets and join us for racing's biggest season yet. Welcome back to our final segment tonight. If you're with us, thanks for being with us. It's 12-14, and we we lose an hour of sleep tonight. We spring forward tonight. How terrible is that? What isn't terrible is the final score of tonight's game. Louisville City wins it 3-1 over Orange County. That's your Gorski Law Office final score. This is the Kentucky Office of Highway Safety post-game wrap. Another final score we can tell you about. Involving Louisville City's next opponent, Monterey Bay. They defeated Hartford in an eight-goal thriller tonight by a final score of 5-3. to three. 
That game happening next weekend in Monterey in California. Louisville City will remain on the road for a second consecutive week to begin this season. It is another late night with Lou City next Saturday night. A 10 o'clock kickoff for that game. We'll have coverage for you just like we did tonight beginning at 9.45 with the pregame show here on ESPN Louisville. A lot of positives that Louisville City will take into that game next week, Casey. Um, maybe just real quickly, because we've been so positive on the postgame show, what do they need to work on? What do they need to improve on for next week's game, Lou City, after this win? I think it comes down to their defense. I mean, they, they checked out for just a minute, and they gave up a goal on set pieces. They were not as tight to their marks as maybe they should have been. And then there at the end, just sloppy on the clearances, which allowed for uh, Orange County to be able to have several looks on goal, kind of some second opportunities, those bouncing balls in the box. So I think just tightening up defensively, especially going against a team who just put five in the back of the net. One of them wasn't on goal, but I mean, regardless, they scored four goals within the game. So they clearly have some strong offensive power. I mean, one player had a hat trick. Dixon there had a hat trick, so he's the one they're going to keep their eye on. But I think it's just strengthening up defensively a little bit. And then in the offensive third, creating a few more opportunities. They were able to have eight shots with three of those on target, but their expected goals was only .6. And Mm. so a little bit surprising there that maybe they weren't able to create as many opportunities and they're capitalizing on them so that's great but I would like to see them try to create a few more because when you get into these games where every goal counts you have to be able to have a go-to player to generate that offense Brian Omi was kind of that for us today but I'd like to see it from a few other players and there's some revenge on the line there for Louisville City as well in that game next week against Monterey because Monterey came into Lynn Family Stadium last year and upset Louisville City by a final score of two to nothing uh, that was a big surprising result last season. So Lou City with a little revenge, perhaps, next week. Again, 10 o'clock kickoff for that next Saturday night. We'll have full coverage here on ESPN Louisville beginning at 945. Let's wrap it up. Again, your Gorski Law Office final score, Louisville City 3, Orange County 1. The boys in purple victorious on this season opening night. For Casey, for our producer tonight, the wonderful Spencer Brown, I'm Jeff Milby. We will talk to you next week. This has been the Kentucky Office of Highway Safety post-game wrap. Lou City wins it by a final score of 3-1. to one. We'll talk to you next Saturday. That boy of mine, he sure does take after me. I love football. He loves football. I put ketchup on my eggs. He puts ketchup on his. I didn't wear my seatbelt. Neither did he. So nothing's going to be the same ever again. So please. Show your kids what a good driver does. Buckle up and put your phone down. Paid with funds through the Kentucky Office of Highway Safety. Are you looking for a career that makes a difference? Seven Counties Services is hiring changemakers to impact the lives of our community with services that include mental health, substance use, and developmental disabilities. Enjoy a generous compensation package, tuition reimbursement, student loan assistance, career development, and more. It's more than a career. It's a purpose. Apply today at sevencounties.org. That's sevencounties.org.
Finding talented employees can be madness, and with every day being crunch time for your business, trust the experts. Kelly has been staffing in Louisville for over 50 years and has a team with over 40 years of industry experience. Whether you need great warehouse employees or office professionals, we can help you build your best team. Visit kellykentucky.com or call 502-425-7131 to learn what we can do for you. That's kellykentucky.com. We are ESPN Louisville. Download the ESPN Louisville app today. Delivered by UPS Jobs Kentucky. Energy comes in a world of forms. So LG&E and KU are creating Kentucky's sustainable energy future using a mix of sources. The right mix of balanced and flexible, of responsible and affordable. With new thinking and investing in modern natural gas plants, four times more solar than previously planned, and our most customer efficiency programs ever. The right mix, moving us toward a cleaner energy future today. 